What up, players, toys? We're so lonely today. <laughs> we were having a nice chat, and we just decided to go live so that you can all join us, and maybe on the comments. We were talking about this um, last USA game mm -hmm. um, that just happened. Um, yeah, no, no, it it was crazy. I can I haven't watched it yet. Obviously, like I told you, Claire, I'm in Lake Havasu right now, which has been a vibe, been a vibe completely uh, for my friend's bachelor party. Uh, yeah. Look, get some time, get your passport right, fly out. It was, it's, it's. I would definitely come back. I would definitely. Come yeah, back. no, I definitely need to like leave for a couple of days and come back stronger. But mm -hmm. I cannot right now. Probably soon. Yeah, I know Nick Johnson wants us to slander Team USA. I can't. Well, I got slander for I guess Team USA and Ticket because how boisterous Ticket was during the week about. Well, we're clearly the best team that we, we we won't lose to anybody. And then, of course, we lose this week because it's like I was frustrated because on the panel, it's like Ticket never heard of an upset before. Upsets happen in sports. What are we talking about? So I mean, I, I really like I really like um, Dominican Republic as a team mm -hmm. right now. I think they're doing great. I didn't you know what's crazy? I didn't even watch one Spain game. Not even mm -hmm. one. Because mm -hmm. I don't, I just don't vibe with the team. Like, for me, like, I'm not a big fan. So whenever I see a team that I vibe with, like, this Dominican Republic, like, they are, like, vibes. Of course, USA, like, they're great. And Canada, I also, like, like. Well, I, I, like, I was, like I was, yeah, I was glazing up Japan early in the week because they got a dude on there who's, like, 20, he's, like, 23 points, 12 rebounds. And, of course, uh, Clarkson comes in there and just, Wipes them, just clears everybody off the court. Yeah, that was... I was like, come on, bro. What are we doing? But it, it has been Nick. You're right. FIBA has been a lot of fun to watch, especially I, I watch a lot more Japan games than I thought because I just like their team. Like they remind me of like a young up and coming team in the NBA. They're like, but okay, they, they know Japan, they can play. When I was I was watching Japan and I was like, what am I looking at? Like, mm. what is this? I was a little I, bit like <laughs> I think that's what is eye-catching because you're there like trying to figure out what's going on, like no defense, they're doing weird stuff. They 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 you don't even understand what they yell, like and you're like, well, what did this happen? Like I don't understand, like I don't know, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I, oh, and it just shows you the amount of talent the NBA has, right? Because exactly, random exactly. random uh, what's, up? what's up, what's up, Tyson? what up, what up? Good morning. Yeah, it just shows, yeah, like was it um Jordan Clarkson's up he's a six man he's a six man mm -hmm. on, on the squad and then he just comes out here and it's like I'm clearly the best person on the court y'all can't hold me y'all can't do nothing don't worry boy wonder we're gonna talk about that Dion Dion feeling real good right now he took all the receipts he pulled them out read them yesterday uh but how you been Tyson how you doing oh tired man just got off work but uh I'm here that's what the glasses is on because my eyes is hurting but I'm in here I was just gonna ask. I was gonna like, are you hungover too? Because damn, if you are, then I'm jealous, jealous. Like, nah, <laughs> nah, no hungover. Work hangover. Mm, I, I'm hungover. I'm not gonna lie. I'm hungover. I can't. I couldn't find my glasses, or else I'd be joining you too. I can't find them. <laughs> <where> I <put> <laughs> I'm gonna put mine too. Oh my god. I don't know if they're showing up today. No, we'll, we'll keep it going. We keep it going. I've, I've been meaning to ask you, you've been able to catch any FIBA at all, Tyson? Because I, I know we're talking a little bit. I got a lot of FIBA to watch when I get back to the house. Oh, okay. No, I just watched um, I just watched USA this morning get uh, get beat. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, that's that's the really the last one I've seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, you, what, what were your impressions from the game? Obviously, I haven't seen it. But you kind of see, like, okay, because they, they had to really, like, 
pull out their guts to beat out um what do you call it Montenegro right that was that was a tough game and then obviously Lithuania catches them today so just kind of especially looking at that too that's why I wish Gifted was here because I know he's watched the games I wanted to see what especially what he thought about it but how did you oh, feel about but they built themselves a whole man uh uh when he was being physical uh causing turnovers um i felt like uh I, they started out something like uh they made their first seven uh 15 16 threes or something like that I think uh, there was four rotation from three uh, 16 to 25 from three i'm looking up the stats right now no the first it's, half that was the first half they didn't miss they didn't they, they didn't miss bro Oh. Yeah, the first half I think they made seventeen of eighteen or something like something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, double check me because I'm I'm just going off what I I was watching. If you can, I don't have the stats in front of me. Yeah, but I'm it, yeah. up right now. Yeah, and then uh and then um uh, uh, lazy rotations, bad awareness of uh, where your man was at. You know, what I'm saying they they just you know I think you know they, this game really didn't mean anything for the USA. Uh, besides pride, obviously, um, because they was on to the next round anyway, uh, oh, the quarterfinals. So I just don't know. I th- I felt it was last day of school. Then they tried to turn it on in the in the, in the second half, and uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, you know great defensive plays, but it was falling right in the hands of Lithuania. It was a lot of luck on Lithuania's part at the end because they really made it close. They got it down to to ten nine, I think, and then like six, but. Uh, let the winner just kept making plays. Some timely three point shots, a lot of mm-hmm. fouls. Uh, USA was doing a lot of fouling, got into the uh, penalty early, and they was knocking down their free throws. All that being said, uh, USA tried to make a run, but it just wasn't enough, man. It w- it wasn't enough. They got they got killed on the glass. I think what was the glass numbers? Um, I'm looking right now. Uh, it, I keep running into like. Hold on, let me go. Just let me just go to ESPN. I tried to. NBC Sports, they're messing up. But okay. it shows you, uh, like, what Chill talks about. You know, those teams that are there for a long time. Like right. Jonas, Jonas, apparently, Jonas was crucial in that game. Sabotis didn't even play. Demontis Simonis, he didn't play for Lithuania. No. no. Mm-hmm. And no, uh, it just shows you how crucial, like, having that. So, you know, Oh, like you like, saying, like, cohesiveness or whatever. Like cohesiveness and stuff. I know Chill's yeah. a really big, like, proponent of that. And even when yeah. everything's going down to just have a team that's known each other for a while, and all right. that, and then they just they find they find a way. Even though they they obviously, like you said, they were crumbling. The U.S. I'm looking here. U.S. went on a 15-2 run in the third quarter, but right. they to stay together, and then obviously find a way to win. Right the at game. the beginning of the third, yeah, they went mm-hmm. on a, a a run. Uh, that was making plays, not running, getting out in transition, uh, using their defense to create, create offense. But uh, yeah, uh, Jaron Jackson played horrible. He was fouling. Um. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was rough. He got in foul trouble early, and after him, they didn't have uh. Valachunas was was doing even though Valachunas didn't play much, he was getting uh offensive rebounds, uh defensive rebounds. It was. They was. Yeah. It was. It wasn't a good look, man. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. 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 And Edwards uh, was playing big. I also thought he 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 was taking a lot of shots as well. Um, I think he had he what? The only one like playing, right? Like he's the yeah. only he, one that he was yeah. He was, was playing, playing hard. Like... You're right. He had a few turnovers, but he was he was playing he was playing well. Um, forcing a lot of shots, I would say though. But he was he was knocking down some shots at, at the end as well though too. So he he was the only one giving I think like max effort from the beginning. Um, yeah. a lot of players started trying to come along in in the second half, like you said, but it was it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So with the way he was. Play? Yeah, but he hasn't been playing well, so. No, yeah, I know, but like. Who's that? Some people agree. Ingram. Ingram. 
No, he didn't play up. well. He didn't play well. He had limited minutes, I think. Um, but he didn't play well um yeah, so at he all. Had, he had ten points, uh he 0 for two from three. He only had two rebounds, one assist, one block. Like right. He just he's, he's just been struggling the whole time. And right. It's tough. You can't you can't like you can't work with like Jonas for Lithuania. He only had twelve points, but seven rebounds. He made his three, he had two blocks. It's no, yeah, like, he was playing timely. He didn't play that much, like I was saying, but he was mm-hmm. he, he was uh, integral in some of those runs Lithuania was making in the short time he was out there. I see uh, Edwards. He's the only one. he shot fourteen for twenty six. Like that's, like said, that's a lot of shots in FIBA. That's a lot of shots for a team uh, that talented. That's a lot of shots. But it, like uh, somebody in the chat said that like he was the only one that wanted it. So, right. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I guess we can get to the topics because guys are not going to show up. It's been a, t- a tough Sunday for everybody. Yeah, England's oh. been struggling though. I, I'm struggling. Yeah, I can feel it. Um, yeah. so we have this woman NBA situation going on. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw this. Uh, the forty points that this uh girl dropped. I don't know. I cannot remember her name. Um, did you see that? Forty points. Um, she just dropped like forty points and because Anna Stewart. Like, uh, yeah, their their games that was lit. Oh, game oh. Is here. Oh, this uh, I can't. Sato Sabali. She's had yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, what morning, up? brother? What's up? Oh, you missed you. We needed you for that FIBA talk we just had. Hey, I know Asia. Asia was last week, wasn't it? Her her big scoring outburst was last week, right? Because I'm looking right I now. I think it was this week. I think I saw that. I saw the game the other day, but it was like me playing. Oh. Yeah, because uh, Sato Sabali goes off for career high forty points. Like look yeah, at like, yeah, she did it yesterday. Sabali for forty points. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did it yesterday. No, uh, I just to help her. Yeah, to help her squad get a playoff spot. How's everybody doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. What's up, gifted? Good. What's good? Whew. I uh, fully watched back Team USA. That was uh-huh. hard, bro. how you feeling. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I can't complain. Um, too crazy. I've been getting a lot of things uh, done on the content side, and I have four days off of work back to back. So I've just been trying to maximize the the time and the work I- I'm putting in. So feel pretty good though. I'm solid. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, can we get your quick thoughts on the game since you watched it fully? I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch it. I'm not home, so I'll watch it tonight when I get home. Yeah, uh, full thoughts on the game. So, wait a minute, are we live? Are we live? Uh, yeah, yeah, we live. Yeah, we live. yeah, yeah. Okay, bet, bet. Okay, so. Oh, I didn't know we was live. Sure. Yeah, was live. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know yeah. that, bro. I just had to check. Like, check I was check. like, let's just go live because I thought that you were going to run late and we were having a nice chat. Oh, like, right. snap. Okay, go yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I watched this game back fully, right? So, for me, the uh, the number one things that stand out more than anything else here, I would say, would be the offensive rebounding in the game was tremendous for Lithuania. They played with a, a lot more force on the glass. Jaron Jackson Jr. His flaws in terms of foul trouble oh, really showed itself tremendously in this game. They had the bigs to really like pressure him defensively and I feel as if team USA a lot of time their offense they took a bunch of threes and they did less in transition but you also have to credit the defense that they played because they limited them from turning their defense into offense in this game 
And the three-point shooting on top of the paint points that we saw them score, like they were dominating Team USA. Obviously, yeah, 56% from three, then, yeah. then the rebound advantage. Uh, 43 rebounds for Lithuania, 27 for Team USA. That's what I, that's what I told you. That I didn't even know the numbers. It was yeah. ugly. No, bro. They had like 17 offensive rebounds. 17. 18. 18. Oh, I bet. 18 offensive yeah, rebounds. To give you an example, Team USA only had 18 defensive rebounds. It's crazy. They yeah. matched them in <laughs> offensive rebounds alone mm-hmm. to defense rebounds. That's, rebounds. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, this, I feel like it was less of Team USA, I guess, doubting them. I think that's an excuse. They just got outplayed. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they um weren't as sharp as they are the back cuts all night killed them badly um the three-point shooting i mean they were knocking down shot after shot after shot but to their credit a lot of them were created off of great looks Jonas valanciunas though man like he has some plays where he would rebound the basketball and make the pass that led to the other pass which led to them scoring he just created Mm. so many second chance and, and third chance opportunities for that team, they just played well, man. They really did. Okay, I mean, I mean, looking at the looking at the stats, yeah, on here, um, I've been wondering, I've been meaning to ask you, why doesn't Bobby? It feels like Bobby Bobby Portis wasn't. Yeah, Dama was right. But it feels like Bobby Portis to me feels like I feel like he should get more minutes, especially once Jaron Jackson. You just if once Jaron Jackson starts being himself with offensive fouls and stuff, wondering uh, why don't you think he gets more gets more run. Uh, it's weird because I think Bobby gives a different level of toughness on the team. I do think that they try to justify playing JJJ more because of his impact on the defensive end. I can't really answer the Bobby Portis point outside of maybe his uh, speed in terms of his switchability mm-hmm. on the perimeter and potentially like them potentially respecting JJJ's three-point shot more, even though JJJ is not even that great of a three-point shooter. So it's tough, I would say. I think they really had a bunch of lineups in this game where they tried to go small. And I'm telling you, going small against a team that tall, yeah. you're yeah. going to get killed on the glass. And that's exactly they got what smashed. They got smashed it's trying to play small ball. Sabonis didn't play, which means if he played, it would have been even worse. But he didn't even play. I didn't even think about that. Sabonis did not play. Yeah, yeah Sabonis didn't even play. So that's crazy. And speaking of crazy, you want to talk? You know, I know Damo mentions what terrorists up, all the time. But Jalen, what up, what up, you what are up, a terrorist on PC this week. That whole glazing conversation. Yeah. The whole oh, there's a lot of glazing going on. There's a lot of glazing going on this the week. The conversation on the panel was I'm wild. They're, they're calling you soft because you call yourself a teddy bear on that group chat. You're getting Yo, people, I, people that, hate not hating on teddy bears. never done that. Never hey, done that. People just be mad. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. You know, Dub's the homie. You know, I don't know. People just be saying, I'm soft because I like to listen to slow love songs, watch rock right that? That's what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a bigger dude. Go to the gym. Looks like I have muscle. I'm supposed to act a certain hard way. You know what I mean? What am I supposed to do? Act like, you know, I want to fight all the time. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's hard and soft? Like, so okay, give me the definition. What's what's acting soft and what's acting hard? You know what I mean? You, like, you said that it? and the guy was like, not tough. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You just be, I don't know, like, am I supposed to be like, yo, you want to fight, bro? You want to fight? You know what I mean? Like, like no, I, 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 have to, I have to know people's definition of what's hard and what's soft. You out in that group chat, too? Uh, Claire, can you highlight this boy wonder? What Jalen Is that true? Is that true, Jalen? 
Did you say no, that? You said, boy, boy, no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right now. Will he Smith, did say that, bro. Will I was Smith there last that. night, Jalen. Oh, oh, no. Shout out Big Ops. No. You know, graveyard shit. I'm not going to lie. Y'all got to say that. I was at work. I had the graveyard shit up. And Jalen says, Will Smith clears Denzel Washington. I didn't even agree. I said, Will Smith. I'll tell you why he's Nah, bro. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Will Smith is a more versatile actor. So a lot of Denzel movies, he's playing the same kind of serious role. You know what I mean? He, he can't. Guess what? Will Smith can do any role Denzel does, but Denzel can't do Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Denzel can't do Hitch. He can't do that comedy style. But Fred, but but Will, he can do that serious kind of serious drama. He can do the action. Everything Denzel can do, Will well, can do. Everything Will can do, Denzel can't do. Yeah, Denzel, 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 I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's I what I'm saying. What? Denzel's a legend. I just want to be clear. Um, but I'm not. Right. I'm not so you're talking about versatility, Denzel, but not I'm... who's the better actor, right? No, but I think his versatility gives him the edge. But is he a better actor than Denzel? No, at his but he best? has more versatility. Well, he's not. Well, you no, he's saying that versatility gives him the edge. But what Jalen is saying, what Jalen is saying. Jalen is saying that you know Will Smith can do anything that 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 uh, Denzel can do, yes. and no, he can't do it to the depth of Denzel. He can do it, but it's not going to be as good as Denzel. They can say that's fair. Look, do I do I think uh, Will Smith could have played uh, you know Malcolm X just like Denzel did? Yes. Do I think it would have what? Been good? Oh no! Yes, I hundred percent could. He played Ali and the Great. Ali and the Great. We're I'm done here. You, man. Let's move Wilson on, Claire. Trading day. Let's move on. Back to topics. We going back to topics. We'll definitely go back to the next topic. That was nasty. All right. Hold on, Claire. I guess a few more. Do is there anybody any any other game that you caught? Any you guys caught from FIBA before we move on? I'm not gonna lie, Jordan Clarkson was hooping. Mm-hmm. We did talk about that a little bit at, when, but, when we did, got live. But, but it was Japan. I was glazing yeah. Japan too, but like, okay. that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. After all Shout out one Nobby. Shout out my Phoenix Suns guy. Shout out one Nobby. I don't want to pick a fight. Dylan Brooks showed up for Canada, hit some big shots. You know, a lot yeah, of people were on him. So, you know, we got so a big win against Spain. So who's who's your guys like uh, team right now to 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 win it all? Because I know a lot of people giving Germany a lot of love. Obviously, Canada Canada's been notable. Team USA is always Team USA. So who y'all who y'all giving love? Also, you can't forget about Slovenia because Luca been cooking. Mm. Luca, Luca. He's been by far Luka. the best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think now with Team Luka's USA, other teams might have might have a little bit of a blueprint. Now whether they have the the pieces, I mean, they might have to attack him on the inside. Out rebound them. I mean, if, if there was a quote unquote weakness of this team USA, you could say, you know, a player like a J Val is obviously going to give up, you know, gave us some trouble. So if other teams want to, you know, kind of kind of try to do that, crash the boards and beat them up there, you know, we'll see how the we'll see how the I mean, that was always the weakness out. though, right? For team USA, it was just that we, we at least to this point, I thought Greece would take advantage of it because they had I thought mm-hmm. they had bigs who could do it. But coming up on coming up on uh Jesus Christ, Lithuania. Had a t- had multiple bigs who could do it, and maybe their maybe their best one didn't even play. So yeah, I that's mean, always yeah, right. I'm gonna say Definitely. that from jump that that was yeah. always gonna be the weakness. So I mean, uh, we'll Triple see. J, if they, I mean Triple J's foul trouble was uh, was key. Uh, I think he was out pretty early in that first half with foul trouble. So um, they exploited that. I I think that led to a lot of the um, the offensive rebounding uh, and the second chance points. Like they said, they couldn't miss from three in that first half. Um, and and that being said, USA 
made a valiant comeback, and a lot of stuff didn't go their way down the stretch. Uh, a lot of loose balls and different things was popping up in Lithuania's hands. Uh, they were getting to the free throw line crazy, um, partly due to USA with their fouling. But at the same time, I think uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm a uh, get this head. They didn't come out like today's school, but I'm a, I'm I'm gonna say that played a part in it as well, though. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. If it sure played a part, I'm not saying that it did not. I just don't think that, like, the main reason why they lost is because of that. I just think they thoroughly were outplayed on top of that, Tyson. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm not I'm not giving them no bail, man. They, they should have came out better. They should have came out with more energy. Uh, like I said, the 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 um the way they were rotating to those three-point shooters in the first half was was trash. Crazy. The awareness was trash. They was leaving guys floating in, on the three-point line wide open. So, yeah, so – um, like I said, the second half they picked it up, but a lot of stuff didn't yeah, go that way. All, so those we'll are see. part of the ingredients of the upset, right? You come out exactly. physical. You don't fight as hard as you should. Then next you know, you are looking right. up, you're like, oh my God, now we gotta fight all the way back. And then Yeah. It seems like it seems like from what you guys are saying, it's like the loose balls, all that. Lithuania understood that, okay. It's calmed down, but then they they made all the little plays that you exactly. When you see that second, I think uh, uh, Mikel Bridges, I think was guard. It was it was getting close too. They were, USA was on a run. Mm -hmm. uh, this dude is at the end of the shot clock. Mikel Bridges is all over him. He shoots like some throw up three pointer, and it just falls. You know what I'm saying? And it's just yeah, a run killer. You know what I'm saying? Too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, thirteen to two run, and right. then he hits this back breaking through to keep keep putting them up like they made yeah. shot after shot after shot when the pressure was on the line so so yeah it was a it was a little bit of fortune involved as well but you can't take it away that they outplay usa hands mm. down i mean for a team like Lithuania to beat a usa everything does have to go right you know what i mean they have to mm -hmm. make kind of a lot of those miracle shots the ball has to go the right way 50 50 right. balls have to be won by them so you know great way do we is usa still the favorite i mean without a doubt i think they're still the favorite i think in every tournament the usa is going to be the favorite until they are out just because the talent level is still so much greater than the rest of the, the rest of the. Well, I would like to see if they, if let's just say they find a way to play again in the term. I would like to see how Team USA adjusts to that because, I mean, to to be to equal your total like rebounds just by offensive rebounds alone. Like Jalen, to give an example, Lithuania had 18 offensive rebounds, and uh, Team USA had 18 defensive rebounds. Like to to just equally like that, like they killed them on the boards. They killed them. Right. So right. And there's, that's no luck involved in that. That's just being outplayed. Yeah, they, they have one true, they have one true center, right? Team USA only has one true center. Walker Kessler, right? Said, people yeah. here are asking if you didn't eat today. They're shocked. <laughs> no, um, I actually had a bunch you of time. You got people worried. <laughs> no, no, no. I ate good. I got some good ally. I stayed up for like six hours last night. But, but the point is, I woke up good, had my water and stuff, didn't lose my phone this time, so... I'm valid. I'm valid. I know Wednesday though, uh, Luca versus Shine. I already got that scheduled on. The That's day. gonna be fun. Are you gonna That's do gonna a? Fun, are you gonna That's Wednesday. I will be streaming that game in the Discord for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Be, That's Wednesday ready. morning. Uh, early. Yeah. How early is that game actually? Uh, um, let me check. Let me check right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to watch that too. I definitely want to watch that. That's gonna be some fun basketball. I think. Can y'all find the games later? Because after it after it airs, yeah, I, I can't yes. find them anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough so, to find, for sure. so um, I know how to find all the games. I got a bunch of websites on deck, and I also have uh, ESPN Plus too. So normally, mm -hmm. what I do is if I can't make the game, 
I'll stream it while it's live and then I will record over it. So that way, when I want to watch it back, I can watch it back in full detail after the fact. So gotcha. I got you on that, Tyson. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I'll hit you up if I miss it. Yeah. See, I'm looking right now. Also, didn't Canada just lose their last game to you? Yeah, they lost. Um, I think their next Canada? Yeah, Canada lost. Yeah, Canada yeah. took a L too. That was a big upset. They sure did. Yeah. They did, they did. Yeah, ironically, it was Dylan Brooks or Dylan Brooks. So, you know. I mean, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a bad shooting night. It was a bad shooting night. I mean, that just came out yeah. as a bad shooting night, you know. It happens, it happens yeah. in basketball. Bad shooting does exist. All right. Wednesday. Oh, they're cooking fluent on the, on the community because of that Canada game, of course. Yeah. 5.30. Of course. Uh, 5.30 Donald's going to go crazy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go crazy if you if you I'm dare very tomorrow. curious to see to hear what they say about especially team USA losing. Um, yeah, because that was Domino's point. Like they didn't have the size, blah blah blah, and ticket was going off like who against who? Ain't no bigs that can you know challenge them and da 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 against who? There was definitely bigs that can challenge them. Yeah, <laughs> preseason. That was like come on, man. Yeah, people right. saying Paulo Paulo uh, was going to cook. You know, he just going to dominate and da da da. Paulo, I don't think Paulo had a very good game at all. Uh, from what I was watching, I didn't see him. I didn't see him doing much. He was getting dominated on the glass. He had some good blocks. He 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 played. I'm not gonna say he played bad. He played well, but they still got dominated on the glass yeah. and and out physical. He had six points, two rebounds, two assists, a steal. Wow, I didn't points. know it was that bad. Uh, you know, I didn't cause like you said. He did, I didn't even really see him out there like that. So that's why his numbers right. didn't come into my head. He he just he I was kind of invisible Portis, out there a little bit. Bobby Portis was the only one who even had five rebounds in the game. He that's crazy. That is how crazy. Did, how many minutes did he get? Uh, they don't have at least. Minutes, on here, right? I'm not looking. Yeah. They don't the show the minutes for whatever reason. I, I don't. I don't know, know why they don't show the minutes. That's yeah. weird. I want to know how many minutes too. you know he played or Walker Kessler. You know what adjustments? Walker Kessler barely played. He, I mean, he only had. He only he made his two points, two rebounds, and a block. See, that might have been an adjustment. Yeah, I saw I, him I, in the uh, second there. half. I think for a, for a small stretch, he wasn't out there now, very he had much. To come in early because of the foul. Oh, was it first half? Maybe first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, late first half maybe. Okay, uh, so the uh, the Luca versus Shy game Wednesday at five thirty. It doesn't say, oh, that might. It's like twenty thirty local time, but I don't, I don't know what that means time wise. Oh yeah, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. But Claire, let's get us into our, I guess, our first for real topic. We started talking about it before we get to, uh, got off here. But what, what's the first topic, Claire? Um, yeah, the woman NBA, like you said, a successful league. I don't know if you guys follow it or if we like. I don't think yeah. people follow it a lot, right? I think but since we, I started uh, watching PC, I've been following a little bit more. I'm I'm no expert at all, but I mean I've been following it a little bit more. I think I think it's good. It's growing. For if anybody's saying they're a failure because they're not doing exactly what the NBA does, forgets the growing that the NBA had to do in order to get where the NBA is today. It's just growing. And if you look at it, I think Fluent said it on his on on Fluent shows that when you compare. How long has the WNBA um, been saying? Uh, how long has the, the WNBA been running? It's coming up on thirty years, right? Yeah, I think, uh, I think yeah, the I WNBA is is uh, at its height right now in terms of overall popularity, and mm-hmm. I think that a big part of that is, is the fact that people were more excited last year to watch um, college basketball for the women in the tournament than the men like that yeah. was that was a very entertaining product and i feel like with the stars that are coming in there and also like the two super teams in, in the aces and also the liberty it's a product that people really want to watch more than ever so happy about that but they still got 
a ways to go. I think the scheduling is terrible. They have mm. games that are just randomly at, oh, look, it's uh, like, dude, you have games at 11. Like, who, yeah, that's, who is up that's watching? 11 in the morning? It's, like, I think at oh, 90s, sometimes they start. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird sometimes, man. WNBA, of course, be honest, man. WNBA has been a complete and utter failure. I mean, the, the league started in 1996. The thing with comparing where the WNBA to NBA is, the business climate today is very different. You can start up a sports league right now and create revenue of over, you know, of over $100 million, which is essentially almost double what the WNBA made in its 27th, 27th or 26th season, which it just had. Right, mm-hmm. so WMA again has never been profitable in about twenty-seven years, and again, that to my mind and, 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 and yeah, never been profitable in twenty-seven years. The NBA is basically treating it as a tax write-off or essentially a charity right now because WMA is only operating to give this kind of movement of hey, let's do this all inclusivity, give women an opportunity, a chance to play, which is great. I think that's great seeing little, uh, being able to have little girls being able to see, you know, girls playing the sport of basketball, mm-hmm. you know, at a professional level. I think that's great in that in that level, but on the business level. It is a hundred percent a failure. I think the American consumer just doesn't like the product, and I think and at some point, like you know, the consumer is going to decide. I might want to be a professional ping pong player. Doesn't mean I'm going to be played a million dollars to play ping pong on TV, and people are going to watch, and sponsors are going to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think we have to realize that equal opportunity does not equal equal outcome. The opportunity mm-hmm. for the WNBA has they've been given it. And they, they've been, and it's been extended, frankly, because again, owners have been given a mu- have been pouring money into it. Again, I think they're using it as a tax write off. A lot of these owners, they own NBA teams too, so if they make money, they can use it as a tax write off. And I think at some point, you have to think about maybe using a different target. Maybe the international market is better. Maybe the WNBA, the American consumer, just doesn't like the WNBA or the product, but mm-hmm. the international community, they might like it because women do get paid more. In other in other women's league outside of WNBA, so maybe WNBA has 100%. to you know, maybe play more games outside of the NBA to generate more entrance, uh, generate generate more money for the league. But as a league, it's just they're just not making money. Again, I think a lot of times, um, I think the players play a role too because a lot of times in interviews they'll be asked, and it's it's a lot of delusion. You know, they'll make up situations where okay, we want to be promoted more, tell our stories, or you know, when when they're whenever they're asked, do you want to blow the uh, do they want to lower the rim? They always kind of feel like they're personally attacked. And I'm like, that is true. When Shaq said that, it rubs people the wrong way. It's, they come off as not likable. And I think that's, I mean, but it, it kind of should make you mad if you're playing a sport and they're saying to lower the rim. And you're hearing that from people that don't watch the WNBA. Like, I didn't watch it until this true. upcoming season, mm. primarily because I, I just watch pretty much NBA high school sometimes. But mm. uh, having time to watch a whole other league. Is responsibility that I just don't have time for like that. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest issue is that the promotion of the league, the it's timing terrible. of I the games terrible. is terrible. And it's been terrible mm-hmm. for years. Like they're just now starting to turn a real corner. And the product is actually good. When I'm watching the games, I'm enjoying the product of the games, but the promotion of it is horrible. And the timing of the games is bad. You can't have that. And also it's a younger league. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect it to be competing with, the NBA or football, like, is, is obviously it should not be with that. But I think it should, should be profitable. After 27 years, what business is allowed to not be profitable? So that's, that's the thing, Jalen. That, that's the it's thing. Great. Like, when you're comparing it to these other leagues, these other leagues, 
after you know a couple of years of taking losses they became profitable they became yeah. self-sufficient so to compare them to the nba and these other leagues is a little bit disingenuous because those leagues were self-sufficient and they had to do it themselves so That's trying to compare the, if the nba was uh not profitable for this long they would have been folded you know what i'm saying in any yeah, other yeah. league is not possible for this long they would have sure. been folded to so to compare them to those leagues after 30 years old it's this it's that no they would have been no folded so, 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 yeah, so it's not a point, fair comparison so, so, so to my point is the WBA being treated almost like a charity then if they're being held on for this long but uh, your point is talking about the w sorry your point right is that you feel like after some time they should be able to be turning profit and be like a super positive thing, right? I get that. But you have to think about the competition. Okay, but you have to think about the competition of the other leagues that have been in place before them. And also, like I've been saying, the execution of the marketing and also the time that the games are played sometimes. A lot of times they don't even match the timeline to maximize viewership. They're learning how to do that as they go. So obviously, if you compare them to these other leagues that have done that at a much higher level, it's not comparable. That's really the issue. Well, so, so they will, I mean, you can say the marketing thing. I mean, do you want if you want games to be at a better time? If you want to put their if ESPN tried putting their games at seven p.m. prime time, eight p.m. prime time, especially early on when Lisa Leslie was running the show and WNBA was early on. Because I started watching, I started watching a little WNBA when uh, Candace Parker first came to the league. You know, she was a legend in Tennessee. She mm-hmm. came to the league. I always kind of followed her for a bit. What uh-huh. I think, I, I think the product is. I, some playoff games were, were, were exciting. You know, I think the um, uh, when uh, uh, Maya Moore and Candace Parker had their rivalry with the with the Lynx and, and the Sparks, that was fun. They had some great playoff series. But the regular season, a lot of the games are terrible to watch. Like, it's just slow. Like, if the, you a hooper hoop, like, you a real hoops fan, for a casual yeah. watcher, most casual fans are not going to enjoy it. Like, the NBA has a lot of casual, you know, just like regular people who just turn on the TV if it's on their watch. Comes See, I would have said that some years ago, but right now, like, it's I've been better. watching with – yeah, it's way better now for me personally. Like it, it feels casually entertaining. Seeing the Liberty beat the shit out of the Aces back to back games was a very fun thing for me. I love watching. <laughs> I mean, it's still hard for me to watch. Though. I'm not going to yeah, sit up here and so lie hard. and cap like you know. I, I you know obviously I love women. I'm for equal rights. But mm-hmm. me personally, just my enjoyment of, of watching a WNBA game. It's just not there. I just be honest. I I don't I don't know if that's the sexist okay. in me. The uh you know whatever it is, I I can't I can't call it because it is a good product. They are playing well. There there is a level of skill to their game that has has uh, gone up over the years. I agree a hundred percent. But at the same time, it, it, it's just not. I'm not just not pulling up to just hey man, this WA game uh, WNBA game is on. I got to catch that. I, you know, this is must see TV. Okay. Now, I will say, I will say that uh, those the those the college tournament when you know the the two ladies, uh, Caitlin and then we're that going back and forth. TV. And that was must be TV, bro. Yeah. I wanted to see that. That's so, what the college basketball is. Shame tournament. they had to go back. To the genius of that man. tournament. Genius of a yeah. one of a one go in or go home tournament. In any sport, but I don't think it's just that though. I think the stars in the tournament. When you watch them on your television screen, a lot of people mm-hmm. wanted to watch that over men's basketball. I could not tell you whatever the men's basketball product was last year, but we know about Kayla Clark. We know Angela uh, Reese. Yeah. Exactly. And we saw how that. they played. And my bigger point is the WNBA is reaching a point where it's starting to turn a corner because these stars, they're going to be in that league very, very soon. Next year, so, like, right? 
better players are going to get there. I think I think it's the year after. Maybe year one after, of them might go yeah. next year, but I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure it's one more year, right? Yeah. And um, I kind of feel you because again, like I don't watch as many WNBA games, but again, I'm a newer fan. Like it takes place at weird times for me personally, but watching the actual games <laughs> this season, I haven't like said ah, it's so hard to watch. It's more so right. finding the time to watch it. I agree. Watching it is pretty easy. I agree. It, it 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 it's not horrible to watch, but at the same time, like you guys are saying, I feel like I'm being charitable when I watch it. Like I'm watching mm. it just because. Hey man, I gotta support the ladies. Hey, yeah. you know this WNBA game is yeah. on. Let oh, me check God. it out. Let me support the ladies. That's I feel like I'm being charitable charitable when I'm watching it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. It's not just me and my passion for WNBA basketball. Oh, yeah, I, so, I don't look at it that way. I don't I'm literally just. just I don't what? know any business that that's for 27 years has operated at a loss. I just well, don't know any other business that for 27 years can operate at a loss and still be and still get. Oh no, that's bad. Raises. No, that's bad. And, and that's just bad. Period. Yeah. When they had a player, yeah. you know, when they had the, uh, you know, the player, I mean, when they had their agreement with their with their CBA, somehow get raises and and you know new money coming in. So I think the business aspect is just ridiculous. And, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We understand that. Without the, the yeah. subsidies, their their the league is 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 non-existent. Yeah. So. So, so fellas, what would you guys do then to, let's just say they, they come to you and they say, especially you, Jalen, and Gifted, um, especially Jalen, since you've been watching a lot longer, um, what would your ideas be to grow the league? Because there are, like Gifted saying, they have been turning a corner. Somebody in the comments, 97 Total Infinity, said um, that if you look at the numbers, they were actually up 67% viewers in viewership last from last year to this year. Obviously, the women, it's it's a shame that Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark still have to go back to school because the WNBA could have really capitalized on that they were able to go into the draft right away. But if we get the same fireworks we got in last year's tourney and this year's tourney as they're coming in, we could work. So what are your ideas? What, what would be some of the things that you would do to grow the league? I would say just, you know, just real quick, and I and I hate to say this, but – you gotta force some some narratives. You gotta force what saved the what what why was that compelling to watch those girls play? We had the white black aspect. We had the you know what I'm saying, the shooter versus the you know the, all these different you know dynamics to make that uh, watching. What saved the NBA? You talking about Larry Bird, Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson? You know what I'm saying? That literally saved the NBA like that's what viewership came in the 70s was such a bad time for the uh, for the NBA and they were using their viewership and their you know what I'm saying their uh, steam and uh, losing momentum and money so what saved that it was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird the, the 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 narrative the black and white all these things so I don't know what that narrative is that they got a force but you know they got to take some notes from that college uh, uh, experience we just had and they got to take some notes from what saved the NBA as well and play on some of those narratives and, and force them that's the I think that's the only way that it can be successful. Um, I just want to quickly say some things here because because um, I'm seeing people in the chat say that it's not growing. Um, this literally takes three seconds. If you Google WNBA profit, WNBA projects $200 million in 2023 revenue. It's a record for them, and they are growing. They're doubling profits from the 2022 season from 100 to nearly $200 million. Like, clearly – it's growing. If you don't it's watch it, it's fine, sure. but we don't have to lie about uh, the ways it is growing. And I feel like part of it is you're seeing the NBA embrace it a lot more than in the past. Like many star players are pulling up to these games courtside. They got the gear, the merch and all that stuff. And you're seeing it grow. 
It's just the process. Compared to where they were four years ago, you can't say they haven't grown at all. They've grown astronomically oh, since I agree then. with that. This has probably been their most profitable season. I, I, mean, I, don't, I, I still think they're going to lose money. But, they're still on pace to lose money this season. I mean, they're, they're also if you're comparing to it to what it's been, th- it'd actually be making more money. Would they not be? I mean, the rev- their expenses sure. are just so just so high. Like the revenue's coming in, but that their expenses. Yeah, that probably costs. don't even cover. That might. Yeah. Well, I guess that would cover salaries. Yeah, but when but... you're operating a business, right? Like you have an yeah. expectation for what the product is going to be, and considering that they have been operating off of losses, they would come into each season with the expectation. So if you're breaking that expectation, you're not losing. You're actually doing better than what you thought you would. And I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a small victory. Right of course, you know, small, small victories every yeah, year. It's not got, a small you victory, you though. If you're setting like your you're scale to do away. this from a mm-hmm. business side, your goals are either we get over this or we don't. If you're beating that, that is your one step to, you know, going up each year, each year, each year. You don't just say go from here all the way here. Some businesses start expecting a loss at the beginning and expecting profit to go up. Right now, 100%. the WNBA is on that track. For sure. There's, there's several businesses, especially startups, who can who burn money for a couple of years, you know, just because try to customer acquisition costs, you know, uh, marketing, all those things, you know, when you start a business, 100%. But there's no other business that I can think of in the history of the world that has operated a loss years. for 27 years. It's at a loss. loss. 27 mm-hmm. years. They're the only bi- a business if you if you want to call it a business again that's up for debate too. I wonder what the I what the I wonder what the, the the number is for them to be profitable because uh, two hundred million sounds right like decent right revenue, right? But I wonder what that it, number that is. is. A good amount of revenue. It's definitely awesome. Yeah, that is a, that's a decent yeah. amount. That's not that's not that's not poo poo that that that's a decent amount of revenue. But I wonder what their operating cost is to 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 clear that. Well, I, I mean, where, saw, that, where that comes from too. The yeah, you've seen a lot, a lot of the bigger like sports media. Like I thought, ESPN made a concerted effort this season with more WNBA marketing. Y'all need to calm down over there. But more WNBA marketing, I've been seeing that more on social media posts and things like that. But, but that thought, social media process has been more because of situations that's been happening with girls on the court than for actual plays or games that've been happening, like situations like out of the game. That's something that's also helping them a lot. Um, not straight, like not directly, but it is like they're going viral for situations that like fights or bad attitudes of some players towards others. And those type of situations are, I mean, that's legit. Like, okay, they can grow like that, but it's like kind of weird sometimes that you actually want to see a game because you saw a fight between two girls on a court on Instagram. Like that's kind of weird. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's like we all it like sells. the drama, yeah, yeah, but it's like, it why you want to see a game because of that? And that's happening a lot. Like, for me, too, like, I saw a fight and I was like, yo, I want to see this game. And then I started liking mm-hmm. it. But, like, it started like this. And that's like, mm, yeah. Well, I mean, guy- it's also tough because uh, they the, the WNBA, to me, doesn't seem like it's very unique in its own way. Like, I know I know this sucks, especially when when I hear a lot of people say it. But, like, if I just want to watch good basketball, I'll just watch the NBA, which is unfair to WNBA because they're obviously hoopers there who, if they stepped on a court with us, they're taking all our lunch money. But it's like maybe I've always felt that way. Like, it's too, the game's too similar. They're like you guys said, the game's too slow. So I wanted, it, like, I know it, it was insulting. I guess it was insulting to Candace Parker when Shaq said, maybe I should just lower the rims. And she got really mad at him on national television. But, but there why was something are they mad that. at that? Why it, it might that? it might be exciting. It might, it might bring some a little more excitement to the guess what? Duncan is excited. Kenneth Parker, if all of a sudden Kenneth Parker just takes the rims of the Lord and she's yamming on somebody, 
That's exciting. That's exciting. Above the rim. Yeah, but at the same time, like she's saying, what I'm doing now is exciting. Like, but y'all just not into it. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, you asking, you know, a chef or something like, hey, you know, uh, I know you you make amazing steaks, but you know what will really get uh, people in the seats is hot dogs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I'm not making hot dogs, bro. I make that. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying? So you. it's kind of like it's a little bit of a slap in the face when you when you telling somebody that what they're doing is not good enough. You know what I'm saying? What what me me pouring my heart, you know, my 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 blood, sweat, and tears into this and giving you great play is not good enough. I need you to see you dunking and doing three sixties and whatnot. So I understand the sentiment but at the end of the day it is a business and you need to take uh, uh advice and you know what's how to improve so i understand both arguments yeah like if i if i release a song i can put my heart and soul into that song but if most people don't like it you know me and to be gonna have to go back to the drive like, okay what can we improve on what do the people want and so i think also wma can take you know gotta take notes from let's say i, th- I think the most successful women's sports league in the world and what I find to be the most entertaining is women's tennis. I think women's tennis does an incredible job. A lot of the time at majors, they get even money too. You know, mm. a lot of times the winner of Wimbledon is getting the same money as US Open, all, all these majors, as men or women. So with women's tennis, same I don't money? think the, the same. I think, yeah, I, I believe. Let me, let me double check. Double, double, check double, yeah, yeah, double Go check the Wimbledon winner if I double check for yeah, that. Yeah. Time. Check the Wimbledon winner for men's and women, see if they get paid well. But I know women's tennis, but I'll tell you right now, like, very for era, other than like during the victory, so other than Federer, Nadal, and like a joke of a match, Serena Williams was playing. I'm watching her over I'm 90, 99% of dudes, except for mm-hmm. the big three, right? When uh, Maria Sharapova was there, she was a big name. Anna Kornikova was the most famous female athlete in the world, you know, for, for, for a few years in those, um, I want to say mid 2000s. Not for her skills, though. That, that's all. But hold up. So, women's sports, beauty helps. Beauty helps. You want to market and sell? That's tennis. beauty helps. Which you're crazy. That's, that's nasty. That's why do you think Alex Morgan is so popular in women's soccer? That's a beautiful girl. She got that girl next door. Um, you know so, what I mean? So, uh, so, WNBA might have last... to start selling that, too. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I've spent no, the last real. 10 no, no, minutes. No, hold on. You can't discount that. You can't discount that, especially in business. So, I've actually spent the last 10 minutes reading up on this because I like to read up on things I'm not sure of, right? So, um, it says here the WNBA has been operating – uh, at a loss, like we said, um, specifically, it's lost ten million dollars per annum since 1996. This so far has been the most profitable season for the WNBA. Their operating a- expenses between sixty to seventy-five million dollars. Oh, nice. Okay. This year, they're generating up to two hundred million dollars potentially as a projection for the 2023 season. So this is by far their best version of the year. Um, specifically mm. when it comes down to profit, the issue is the viewership, uh, is not enough to get them like a big contract from like the uh, TV networks and all right. that compared to the NBA, but TV specifically money. based on, on where they're growing, they're on track to increase those types of TV deals. Also, while they're making more money as a league, the players are not seeing that as much that isn't really going up really much uh, uh, at all here Ooh, they just got granted question. a 75 million dollar investment which will be used over a five-year period and they're saying this deal will be helpful for the success of the league so what it sounds like here is as i've already noted they have been a business that has not been profitable for for many years i that's facts right but at the same time in terms of growth this is their most profitable season 
if their expenses are near 75 to maybe 80 million, if you prorate that, and the revenue is expected to be at 200, then they're, you know, absolutely crushing those numbers. So I don't see how. I want to see if the expenses are still the same year. with that revenue growth. I don't think those okay, listen, are the same with that revenue I'm going yeah. off of what I'm reading. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, reading numbers, multiple though, articles here. If you got some, some actual data for me, give me some data. Yeah, no, I, I just think as a business climate, going from losing, you know, let's say 10 million the year before to somehow make 100, let's say if the expenses was 80 and then generating 200 million to making 120 million doesn't make a lot of sense without some of the factors that are brought up. I want, I want to see how those numbers are coming up because jumping from that, there has to be something drastic, which I haven't seen. Going from a $10 million average net loss to $120 million in profit is not normal. Okay, um, so you're trying to find out the reason why that's yeah, happening? Yeah, I'm trying to find the reason. Yeah, because, again, I'm not okay. seeing a lot of WNBA jerseys out there. I'm not seeing a lot of people talk, you know, like, sure, the talk is a little more, but I'm just not seeing that type of jump. Yeah. So I want to so, see how that's coming Um, here, here it says the NBA is 50 years ahead of the WNBA, and this league will surely take time to establish it itself. When compared at the 25-year mark, the WNBA is ahead. If they keep up the pace, they could be on par with the NBA in the next 50 to but 60 years. That's a dumb years. argument, too, because, right. again, the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, the business climate of leagues were very different versus I agree with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a bad. That's a bad. That's a bad. They're probably just talking about profit. The they're not even talking about inflation. You know what I'm saying? They're not even probably accounting for what the dollar is worth today. They're not even probably accounting for that. They're yeah, just trying absolutely. to put a narrative out there. Yeah, and even like even when the WNBA does, you know, when they're selling seats to the stadium, they give out the most free tickets out of out of any any sports team. Like it's known they're giving out tickets for a dollar a piece sometimes, free tickets to fill up the stands. So again, with a lot of these things, we have to. There's a lot to kind of take into consideration. I hope they're profitable. I mean, that'd be a beautiful. Thing I, just, I, just, I just, I just, I just, I just don't like saying things that I I don't outright know. What we do know is, again, yeah. they have lost money and they have not been profitable for years. I agree with that. But my bigger point is the future of the league in terms of this season and mm-hmm. up getting that $75 million investment, being that their operating costs are between 60 to potentially $80 million. If the revenue is in the triple digits, then that is clearly a win of a season. And that would be a profitable okay. year considering what their expectations were. Because in business, what your expectations are for every quarter or fiscal year, it's about overcoming that or not doing it. And they're currently on pace to be way over that as a record year period. So that's a win. That's really my focus here. If you're saying that's wrong, tell me why that would be wrong. No, I mean, I understand you can take small wins, but I'm just looking at the, as a win as a whole, I'm going to start, I'm going to start saying the, that's the a big win, Jalen. Why would you no, say that's a small win? I'm saying after 27 years, I just want to see a profit. I just want to leave that difference. Yeah, but if you're, you're seeing a profit, according to, according to what Gifted is uh, uh, saying or reporting that uh, you are seeing a profit this year. And you cannot argue that the league is going in the right direction. I, I wouldn't make that argument at all, that they're not uh, at least making strides and going in the right direction. So, uh, and like I said, it, it is a better product. I, I agree with that. Uh, uh, totally. So you know, my bias, you know, is not everybody's bias. I, I, I need to get more maybe involved in it and really check it out and really start following some of the the narratives. Because I'll be honest, I don't know the narratives. I don't know, uh, you know, who the best players are on all the teams. I just hear the popular names. I don't know these yeah, women's game. I can't tell you what they do well. Um, as far as uh, uh their playing style. So you know, that's that's more on me, I think. But I think a lot of people are getting into it and seeing what the, the, the ladies had to offer as far as game-wise. So 
And I, I think narratives and stuff will help promote that even more because, you know, all leagues rely on that. You know what I'm saying? So you see the promos, you see the, all the stuff that goes on with mm -hmm. these leagues and promoting their leagues. So I, I, I think they can head in the right direction and I think they can be profitable. Will they be, you know, uh, on par with the men's league or anything like that? No, no. nobody. I don't think nobody's saying that. But uh, yeah, just to be profitable really and be able to pay these girls a, a, a decent them. wage, I think, is, is, yeah. is, is a major, major dub. Well, it just doesn't that. make sense to try to compare them to leagues that have been established way before them and have mm -hmm. much bigger fan bases, much bigger deals with TV networks. Much oh, 100%. Bigger they 100%. are comparing themselves to themselves as a league and their profits, if they're making money or not. And for them to go from $102 million in 2019 to 180 to $200 million for 2023, there's no way you can say that's not a dramatic shift. It is true. One hundred percent. That, that's a dramatic shift. I mean, it, even when they had one hundred and two, or they had one hundred two million dollars, they still lost money, or whatever. They still lost money. So I think that their expenses definitely jumped for whatever reason. I, I don't know what. That's why I'm saying their money. expenses are seventy. So let me no, but so even 80. when they had one hundred, though, they said they said they lost money. Sometimes, so if you have eighty and you're spent one hundred, you should be making a small profit of some sort. But profit. All right, no problem. Do you have any link for what you're saying? I I'm uh, yeah, down right. to like. I, 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 again, I, every article I've seen is WNBA has consistently lost money. Like, I've never no, seen one where they've I'm fine with that. Profit. I just want you to yeah. link me what you're saying because, again, I don't know too much about this topic, so I'm fine with educating myself, and I'm reading yeah, this yeah, stuff no, right no. here, and it seems like you're pushing back because you know more. So I would love to, like, you know, see why you feel that way because if they're saying that it costs 70 to 80 to run the league, basically, and they're making triple digits at a higher rate, wouldn't that be you – turning enough of a profit to cover your expenses. That's, what, that's what I'm saying, 80. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But I've never seen any article anywhere, any statement that they become profitable. I mean, the one well, I remember, guess, they could also be they operate the last 12 years old, too. So that's the only thing we have. I'm hearing, why, do, why are they complaining about their salaries if the salaries in the NBA they're looking, come They're looking at their counterparts the... in the NBA, and they want that life. Yeah, you can't justify that. They want you a percentage of the revenue like the NBA yeah. does, but when you're not mm -hmm. profitable, it's hard to kind of to answer so what, one person. But why asking. do we always come to this point with women um, sports? Like it's so clear that sports people, athletes, make the money that they generate like themselves or as a team. So I don't get why women and I am one, so I should be like mm -hmm. reaching for them. But like I really don't understand why this fight all over the place with. Every single sport, you said before tennis, and even tennis, it's not paid equally. Not all so the yeah, games. The tennis, it's a uh, Wimbledon champion is paid the same, the women's and men. Yeah, okay. So I was, yeah. but even soccer or stuff like that, like it's not yeah, like it's yeah, who's watching women FIBA, um, like the women's FIBA basketball. Does anybody know anything about it? I didn't see that one. Are they even playing? I, I don't follow the I'm not sure. I, I think they have it. Like, it every other year, it's not so. like the same as USA men's. I think they do it at a different time. But I think, again, women's tennis is the closest to equal pay in a lot of tournaments, I think. But again, I just think the product is incredibly exciting. It's the closest. I think women's tennis is the closest to men's in a way as watching. Like, like the product. How long has that, that um, been here? Existed? Uh, yeah. you mean like women's tennis as a whole, yeah, or yeah. the equal pay? Uh, women's tennis as a whole. Well, I, I mean, that's no, I, I would say since the at least from just my knowledge of, of women's yeah. tennis, I would say the fifties and sixties. That's okay. just okay. off the top of my head, just from my knowledge, right. like uh, Billie Jean King and all these yeah, uh, yeah. great tennis players right. from uh, from okay. from okay. recent okay. years. I, I know they exist, so I know it has to be around the fifties, sixties. Um, yeah. But before that, it could be even more than that. I'm just going off of, 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 of names I've heard and how great they were in their day, whatever.
Well, you remember started. also women's tennis had mega stars. That's one thing a lot of people say in the yeah. chat. They just don't have that mm. one player that brings everybody in, like but from outside the sport who like, dominates. I think eight, um, Aya Wilson this year, like, I think she's starting to, like, I think she's taking that lead. I really, I really like her. And I started so, knowing her again because of IG clips. Like, she does all these dances, like, I watch her today. Mm, and, and that shit, like, you keep watching the things and you, like, become, like, interested because her personality, like, you rock with her personality or you like her as a, you know, as a human. Not, not as much as a player because you see her more like dancing out of TikToks than actually playing. So that's for me, like for me, that's weird. Cause, I mean, mm. So I was looking at, even look at like the highest paid female athletes. The first Jackie tennis Young, player, made, Naomi oh. Osaka is the highest mm-hmm. paid from 2022. She made $51 million tennis player. Serena Williams mm-hmm. in 2022 re- retired, still made $41 million. She's the GOAT. What are we talking about? Yeah, so four four of the top five. Four. Oh, wait, wait. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five. Six of the top eight highest paid female athletes are tennis players. Mm. Yeah. So they're doing something right. Tennis is doing something right. Oh, 100%. It's been around for a long time. And like you said, uh, long, long time they've had mega stars like for some reason in the game, too. Well, just as us as men, and I don't know why, have accepted. Uh, women's tennis as you know and it's not it's not the women pushing this it's the men obviously because uh, you know we're the biggest sports consumers or whatever um, um, for some reason we just accepted women's ten- tennis as you know n- maybe not equal to but like a, a, a very good product oh, you yeah, know what I'm saying and it is I, I, I grew up watching tennis um, you know Pete Sampras and all the Andre Agassi's, Michael Chang's, the you know all these yeah. players, and then I watch the women's too. You know, uh, um, you know Monica uh, uh, Hingis, Monica Sellis. Um, you know, I I I grew up watching this stuff, and I don't know why actually. You know what I'm saying? I really yeah, don't know why, but that was just something we watched yeah. in our household. Yeah, and you know, and 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 I and I liked it. I enjoyed it, and I don't know why we accepted that as men. Uh, that women's tennis is just you know, bam, because it it always wasn't about beauty, Jalen. It wasn't you it know wasn't always about. Uh, I must always about. No, because you know a lot of these tennis players weren't you know, uh, and you know that. Yeah, a lot of them aren't you know. Like, it's uh, like far more as beauty, aesthetic. So. It's like because of the aesthetics, not because it's more beautiful, but it's more like it's like the aesthetics are. It's better, a single like, player sport. Like, I think I think that's yeah, why. It's like, like, it's one yes, person, it's and player. it's been around for a very long time. Like you said, like having something to last for that long, and because it's not too hard to follow. It, it's literally single person dominance. Basketball is so popular because. One person can impact the game, and those stars are more seeable. And they literally had a a uh, sorry, they literally had a person that dominated the sport at a high level to where Serena Williams is synonymous with greatness because it's a one person thing, and she dominated her sport. Dominance in sports can make sports more popular. Too, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. But even before that, when it was parody, when you know different women were winning tournaments every time, it still yeah. was a very popular sport. So you know, Serena is new. I mean, as far as tennis goes, you know what I'm saying. And it was still successful even before yeah. uh, Serena. And I mean, Serena may have taken it to new heights. I'm not questioning that. But I'm just saying it. It's it always. I'm not gonna say always, but as long as I can remember, women's uh, tennis has been a thing. You know what I'm saying. I also think beauty doesn't hurt. Having people like Anna Ivanovich, again, Maria Sharapova, um, you know, Anna Kornikova back it's something day. that you have to, it, something it, you have to consider. It, it factors in 100%. It helps you sell. Why, why, those, why those female players get a lot of marketing dollars from companies 
a lot of times they are beautiful. Look at the sports shows we watch. Why I think every time we have a Skip Baylor's versus Shadow, whatever, the host Super. tends to be a conventionally more attractive woman. They don't put a host that looks like a hippopotamus up there. They put a girl that looks real good because they understand that a lot of men are watching. We're getting nasty, man. Like, We're getting nasty. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Do you ever know this fact? 100%. Yeah. That's fair. I think we're yeah, trying to get away real. from that. I think, I think, I think, I think, I'm yeah, yeah. No, it's facts. Real. It's facts. Jalen right. is spitting 100% facts. Um, you know, they're going to play into that sex sales. We all understand that. We all understand that sex sales. Uh, so, so you know that that that's just the, the simple nature of the beast, uh, and we can't we can't get around that. So that is fact. All right. So just go back to my earlier question. Uh, what's one thing that each of us would like to do to see if, if that you believe would grow the W? Why y'all think Claire got a show? No, I'm just playing. But yeah, what what would each of you do? Um, you got pretty privileged, Claire. Bring the privilege. Mm -hmm. What's the one thing that each of you would do? To at least make the WNBA, let's go with Jalen's line of profitable. Let's just get the um, profitability. No, yeah, I, I just say again, you know, marketing individuals, you know, their stories, creating narratives like what Gifted Tyson, what you guys were saying. I think that mm -hmm. I think that, that's definitely what you have to do. But I was thinking at some point, you, maybe we have to change the the target market. Maybe the USA isn't the market for it. Maybe you got to mm -hmm. start playing some international games on other markets where. Uh, Honestly, I think that might be. Yeah, maybe like, I don't know. No, it might work. Might not. It's not very. I don't. I don't think it's big enough outside the states either. Like, um, there, like, there's a lot of retired or not retired, but you know, uh, women NBA players that cannot play in the states anymore, or that they just uh didn't profit enough or whatever. They're not happy there, and they're coming to to Europe to play, but it's not big enough here. I don't think they're even getting paid like a lot. I don't know. I don't know because like. For example, in Spain, I think the max salary that they're getting would be like 15,000 euros, which is not a lot for an athlete Ooh. in the States, I, I mean. So I don't know. I I don't really know how the future of the NBA looks like. Yeah. I did see somebody in the chat. They were asking what other sports, uh, like you asked uh, Jalen, where women kind of match the men in terms of like their pay. You could use the UFC, but when you look at how the UFC operates, it's crazy that the fighters get paid as little as they do. Like, it's a mm -hmm. big disparity between, like, the John Jones and the person. And I understand that's with every league, but it's, like, massive, massively. Like, we're talking these people who are in the fight game. Like, I can – we could talk about that another time, but the fight – it's crazy. It, it, now it makes sense how the UFC was able to rise, especially with its operating costs, with how little they pay the actual fighters. I think the sport that again does it. I think I think is more popular than men's is women's gymnastics. I think women's gymnastics every time the Olympics come around tends to have you know a bit a, a big grasp on people. And uh, swimmers, so, uh, swimmers is there again. I think that comes down to the names. Like when you have, I mean, honestly, I mean, you take away Michael Phelps. Like even now, if you're gonna watch swimmers. Like I don't watch too hard. Like I'll watch the hundred meter you know race that they freestyle do, but like I'm not really following one too deep. But Simone Biles in in women's gymnastics. You know, just setting setting records for championships in the USA. So you need to come out like that and just dominate the competition. Yeah, like yeah. That. You know, so I think I think women's gymnastics is a thing. Um, people might be. I bad think that's fading though. Like those things used Maybe. to be on TV a lot more. Like they were getting yeah, the TV true. contracts. We we were watching the World Games, uh, women's, and even like uh, figure skating used to be on NBC on Channel right. Four Saturday, Sunday, whatever. You know, uh, uh, sports like that for women have uh, been a you know safe haven as far as making money and those type of things. But uh, I think those are fading, unfortunately, for women. Um, you don't see figure skating, uh, gymnastics, uh, 
swimming championships and those type of things on as much only anymore. Only every four years. Only every four years we'll take an interest in No, it. that's just the Olympics. I'm talking about yeah, those exactly. women making money in a sport. And the Olympics, yeah. I don't think, pays you uh, oh, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very well. Those women are making money on their own the name and likeness, not yeah, from playing the sport, yeah, per yeah, se. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Money, so, yeah. right, right. The only time, I mean, the only time I ever really see, like, the gymnastics getting any kind of pub is during the Olympics. Obviously, Simone Biles being the goat of her sport obviously really helps. I know her coming back after her taking, going through uh, the stuff during the Olympics with the trial and all that, with her right. personal abuser, that, that's tough. I don't know how you can operate like that. But the only time I ever see them is during the Olympics. Or ESPN does a lot of things, but there was this one lady who was killing in college, and they would play her routines on social media all the time. That's the only other time I ever see them. Like you, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Before it wasn't like that. When I was growing up, those 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 world uh, meets and different things were were televised and on on you know on NBC and ABC and different things like that. So um, I think that's been in within the last what 15 years maybe that those 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 things are are fading and you don't see them at all anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, For me, like women's women's sports, like we are so like we have so much up and downs, like women naturally. That when I watch a team, like I I do watch a little bit of women NBA, and there's sometimes where I'm like, she's with her period, like you can just see it, like and and that's for me, like I swear to God, like this is, still, like, we don't this is just a very stupid point. But it for me, it's changing because like men and women are not the same and we still want to be treated the same way and everything, but we're still not the same. And that it does affect the viewer because like we sometimes perform differently in a very intense way. So I do watch sometimes and I'm like, yo, what's going on today here? What's going on with these girls today? What are they up to today? And you don't have that as hard when you're watching like, uh, a man's game for like for me, but maybe it's just psychological because I'm a woman. I have yeah, no idea, and I don't want to be <laughs> you can relate, but like I can relate. Like sometimes you just like when we don't feel it, like we literally don't feel it, we just don't do shit. And men are different because you guys get motivated in a different way too, sometimes. So that I think that affects also the game and like what the viewers get from that sport or game, like. Personally, or punctually, or however the word is. I will say, I think they, the one missed out there, you know, God rest her soul. I think when Kobe's daughter, the day she was going to come to the NBA, it, her first game would have been the highest rated game ever. It kind of mm -hmm. was, uh, right? It would have yeah. been that. I think kind of what Magic and Bird, you could say the impact they had. Kobe's she daughter. Been so big for the league. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. No. She would have been so big for the remarketing. Because even dudes that, you know, the dudes that be making comments on the WNBA stuff, go make a sandwich, this and that, whatever. You never mm -hmm. saw that under under her highlights. And she was a dog, too. She was a yeah, dog. Yeah, 100%. Too. She could hoop. But all yeah. of her, a lot of dudes, out of respect for Kobe, out of respect the love that we have for Kobe, we're going to play around with her name. There's no jokes about her. It's like, no, she that girl. Except her first WNBA game would have been the highest rated game ever for that league. I think she could have brought a lot more eyes to it. So God rest her God rest her soul. I think that's a big loss for WNBA. What yeah, she plus, uh, Kobe was very big in helping yep, out women's was. sports. He was very, yep. so that's one of the things I know chill brings it up all the time, but like, it's crazy that he's gone. Cause you could start seeing his path after, mm -hmm. after he stopped playing and some beautiful was going to come from that. Yeah. I would be surprised but, if he, yeah. he would have bet you became an investor in the WNBA too. He probably would have bought a team and, you know, done his thing. Yeah. Is there any other player right now that has like a daughter that's like balling a lot? I know, hooping a lot and that's ooh, I know Candace was bigging up her kids, but I'm like, what mom doesn't do that for their kids? Yeah, yeah, the only, okay, people, well, the only well, ones I can think of are Angel Reese and Kaylin Clark. 
Plus, the LSU squad, there's, there was another girl who transferred to LSU who was, who was big in the tournament, too. So LSU, low-key, from what I remember, they have a very good squad. Pretty loaded. And other NBA players just don't carry the same name cachet. Like, literally, it would have to be LeBron doesn't have a daughter. Jordan doesn't have a daughter. After that, even if other players have one, it, it's great. You know, they could be great. But Kobe, again, that Kobe name, different. brand was yeah, different, right? It was just a different level. That Bryant last yeah. name was just I'm not going to lie, bro. I might be the only one who, like, feels this way. But me personally, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I think where the WNBA is right now is showing me that it's reaching a place to where things are better. I've never cared more about it than this year. And mm-hmm. so far, it's been good hoops. Like, I don't look at it like, okay, these are women playing basketball. I look at it as, okay, it's just more basketball to watch, and it's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And how did you start? Like, what, did, what, what motivated you? Like, if that, what motivated you to start watching women in NBA? Uh, the main thing is um, the playoffs were on last year, and I had a couple of my friends say, dude, you got to tap in. It's, you know, fire hoops. And at that time, it was nothing going on in, I believe, the summertime. So I said, why not? I'll tap in. And seeing Chelsea Gray just cook everyone in front of her, like, it was so fun for me to watch. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give this a chance. And it's not because watching them play basketball is hard for me. It's that I literally spend so much time watching basketball and living life that, like, I don't watch multiple, you know, I don't partake in, like, two or three leagues at a time, right? Like, I have a sole individual focus. But I watch it. I'm like, okay, this is just more basketball. And how they play basketball, there's, like, high-level skill – there because obviously there's not that much athleticism in comparison to the men so the basketball iq uh shines way more there for sure so i liked it like it doesn't feel hard i literally turn on my thing watch it and i'm like okay she turned the ball over okay she made this pass like if you like basketball watching WNBA isn't really difficult to me it's just finding the time to watch another league I can understand because people got shit all the time that they got to do. Real life. That's, that's true. I would love to watch more college basketball and football. I just don't have the time. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I got three kids, a wife, you know, work, you know what I'm saying? So I got to I gotta put in my hours with that, too. So, you know, um, I, I can't get to it. So my main focus is NBA, NFL, and I, I watch a, a, a fair amount of baseball as well. So. Um, it's already a lot too with three with, with three kids in a way. Yeah, it's already a lot. Yeah, so, you know, I'm missing stuff. Like you know what I'm right. saying. Thursday, yeah. my 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 Lions are playing, but my 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 eight year old got softball, and I help coach, so I'm gonna miss right. it. You feel me? Gosh, I got to yep. tape it and then try to watch it later. You feel me? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's just one of them things. I just remember that um, Yamoran's uh, sister plays a lot of basketball too. She hoops a lot, and she's yeah, the Lane ain't time. hit like it used to. <clears throat> because because she picks up fights and stuff like that. She's like, hmm. well, uh, we want to transition to the next uh, the next one. Jalen, your topic for this week's show are fire, by the way. So I wanted to ask you all about athlete roles um, in in political and social issues. How you guys feel about that? Obviously, okay. the biggest example I can give you guys was how the WNBA and people around the world were were talking about Brittany Griner when she was um, incarcerated in crazy in russia so um just want to uh, get your guys feelings on that and we can dive deeper into the topic let's just get your overall feelings on it uh, i mean okay, yeah I, think... I have a big question regarding this like why is lebron james like when people talk about athletes roles in politics and social and society why mm-hmm. is like 
like brown the figure like white because i've well, never I mean, seen he's like willing to put himself like, out because there. he's the most popular basketball player in the sport I was wondering if he had some like out of pocket situation or something like that because well, I, I just know that was. he has a foundation and he does a lot of good work or, or with the, the foundation. The one, so the, one uh, the one situation that really I think still affects him even kind of was what he said when he was in China about Daryl Morey. And when Daryl Morey posted that thing like to, to stand with Taiwan. And of course, they're going to go ask LeBron about it. And LeBron did not handle it, especially in the way that I've seen him handle other situations. I'm like, oh, you really dropped the ball with that answer. So, I, uh, and uh, to be careful with his sponsors. Well, what was his answer? Well, what, uh, can you uh, get into that real quick? I think, I, he said I he was very that. reckless in saying what he said. When the funny part is, like, he was standing up for for injustice over there, but obviously, the money that's being tied to China. You saying that as a, a, a athlete kind of puts everyone in harm's way of potentially losing sponsorship, which they did. Right. They lost a lot of money because of what money. happened. But right. just so because, he had to walk it back, right? Or did he not he, even he walk, it, walk back. it back? He just kind of just like I don't know. LeBron didn't walk anything back. Yeah, he okay. just kind of brushed it like they just. Kinda, it, it, it was yeah. tough because at, at that point was the Trump was the Trump and Hillary like they were getting ready yeah, to start running for president, and uh, LeBron came out as a huge supporter of Hillary Clinton. And people, I know some people that I know personally were like, "It's crazy how." You will to talk bad about us, but you see something clear is happening over there, and you have a chance. Like LeBron's name, you know, LeBron. Every time LeBron says something, he has a chance to affect a lot of people. But he didn't say anything about what was happening in Taiwan, but he attacked us. A lot of people are like. I just think he did that because he doesn't understand everything that's happening. All he mm -hmm. does know is that there's money tied towards China, and our athletes are over here. While you're saying that, so I can understand why he might not want to answer things and also he's black like for him he's more focused on what's currently in front of him than other mm -hmm. situations but at the same time it's like though, being that he, popular they expect yeah. you to have a take about everything absolutely that's why I, 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 I think lebron right i think in a way i think lebron should like i don't know what i don't know what happened um but can you get like maybe he, he could like delay the answer maybe till maybe it was out of china or something but I just sat there. Was like I thought his answer was like it was so unLeBron. Oh, no, it was ass. It was yeah. Yeah, it was right. it was like yeah. so unLeBron. Like the way he carries himself around the media. That was like that's not a good look right there. And then so obviously, yeah, yeah, no, with athletes and, and you know and their role in politics. I think LeBron just after certain points career, he kind of made he kind of made it known that he is willing to step out and speak out. You know, make his political opinion known. So if there's situations out there, especially within the United States, he's going to speak on it. Especially kind of these uh you know rate racial issues. Um, he's more he's more than comfortable speaking on it. I do think that does take some risk. Now, yeah, am I going to compare him to Muhammad Ali, who was willing to risk it all, who lost it all and sacrificed mm -hmm. his career at the prime of his career? Like no, I mean, that's a, yeah, that's that's a different that's a different situation. Um, a lot of these athletes today are more aware of the money money tied in international markets. So again, China being a huge money factor, no NBA player is going to come out and speak against China until they're out the league. Like like you know what mm -hmm. people call Ennis Cantor. Uh, you know, um, and his canter brave and whatnot, and it's cool. You know, do I think the stuff he's speaking on against is fine? Sure, he's absolutely correct. But yeah, you're out of the league. Would he be saying that when he's in the league? You know, probably not. He was saying it kind of closer, closer to the end. Yeah, closer, closer to the end when he knew he was going to be. You know, he was going to be mm -hmm. leaving, right? Um, yeah. but I, I'm gonna give LeBron credit for not being scared to speak out because it would still be better for him 100%. not to say anything, right? There, there'll be because there's, there's a whole. Uh, side of the spectrum in politics that just hate LeBron James because he does tend to lean a little more on, on the left on a lot of issues, right? So there's a whole side that does hate him. But people like Kobe Bryant never really want to get into that. Michael Jordan, 
famous for not ever like Republicans buy secrets too. Yeah, especially especially like in the I remember this is one of the things that I, I've always kind of held against Jordan was in um in, in the '80s in North Carolina there was uh there was two uh gov- uh, gubernatorial candidates or they're going for the Senate and one was this was the time when there was still like um one who who was running on Republican side who was very much like I'm pro segregated schools I'm pro like he was very that type. Right? Blatantly racist. Yeah, blatantly yeah, racist. And he wouldn't come out and say it, right? And this was, this Ross Perot-ish. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he was very <laughs> like, out there. He wasn't trying to hide it, none of that, right? Today, people kind of stretch it, whatever. But then people are really still, um, you know, kind of promoting some of those ideas. And he wouldn't come out and say it. And as a business move, you know, maybe it was right. The reason he sells a lot, whatever the case may be. But I think it would have been, you know, beneficial for him to speak out against that in that situation. But I have to nail I think it's hard. I was like, something Grant or somebody else bring up those names. If but, I yeah. remember correctly, Jordan said that he's, he's, he donated – like anonymously to the black guys campaign. I I, I know exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the other yeah, yeah. I, I think speaking out, speaking out, I think could def- could definitely have helped. But I think I do think athletes should play a role. I think they're looked as role models. Um, obviously some athletes are more educated than others. So I think athletes, yeah. if they take the time to understand a situation, is perfectly fine for them to speak on it. But I do think there is some sort of responsibility to speak out on certain issues, athletes, because you are given a platform that can make a difference. That makes sense. No, I agree one hundred percent. Like, uh, like you said, un- un- unfortunately, in in our, the black community, we don't have, you know, a lot of, you know, role models, and you know, uh, uh, that we looked up to in our, uh, you know, some of our worst communities. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of the, that 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 obligation is placed on our athletes. So, for them to then come out and, you know. Uh, not say anything on certain issues and not stand up for uh, certain issues. It kind of leaves you one more. And maybe it shouldn't be their responsibility to just athletes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily knocking guys who don't speak up and do things in their community. Um, But, you know, I wish they did more. You know, uh, the things that LeBron uh, does in his community, to me, gives him the cachet to go out and speak publicly because he's actually putting action behind those words, you know what I'm saying? Sending, uh, you know, kids to school, putting the school in the community, uh, sending them to colleges and a, a host of other things that, you know, he does. So to me, that putting those actions behind his words gives him cachet to, you know, say certain things. And I respect it, uh, you know, 100%. You know, a lot of people say, you know, well, he shouldn't be talking. He's just an athlete. What gives him the right? And I say those actions he does gives him the right. So. That's why. Um, that's yeah, that's that's what I say. Yeah. Every time, obviously, every time anybody wades into that water, you have to be very careful. Like, let's use LeBron for example. Every time he wades into the political spectrum, every word, every syllable is being extra scrutinized. So that's right. why I I like uh, that's why I'm, for me with the China thing, I was like, if he just waited, if somebody, if he just waited like thirty minutes to really know exactly what happened, he would have handled that better. But I think he was just in the moment at the uh-huh. time. I agree. I agree. The whole um, what was another one? He kind of dropped the ball in was the cop thing with the girl was uh attacking the other girl with a knife or something, and you know he he said he said some pretty 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 harsh things like uh he should be treated the same way that girl got treated or something or shot or something like that. It, it he's gonna pay for what he did or something. It will it was it was it was it was pretty harsh harsh uh, language. And, you know, he got uh, vilified for that. You know, the right came after him, uh, you know, a uh, full force. And, you know, and, and they still do. They still do. You know, they say he's dumb. They say he shouldn't be talking on these topics, blah, 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 blah. Shut up and but, dribble. 
you know, you shut up and dribble all those things. So, but yeah, I think that's the, that's the, that's the mantra. I think, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, maybe I won't call them racist. If you're going against what they, their stance, their political stances, they're going to attack these black athletes uh, as not politicians and what gives them the right. And, 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 and that's why I say putting those actions behind it gives you the right, in my opinion. But that's like super stupid because most of the NBA players are black and most of the NBA players do try to help their communities in some other way. So that I don't know why the why why all this um criticism because well, they do try. Like I don't know how many players do it and I don't know the way they do it, but I do know that most of them try to help somehow, like even if it's in a small course. way or investing more or more or less money of the money they, they make, they all try to do it in some sort of way. So I don't really know why people are so fucking stupid. Well, remember LeBron's, the way he moves is, is louder. Like the things that he's done to help the community are way louder, like legitimately making a school that sends kids to college for free. That's no, I get incredible. it. I get it. I just don't get why people go against it. Like why people would be like, "Oh, he's in LA." LeBron would be supporting. What are you doing for your community? It's what? just like how uh, it's just like how you talk sports. Like if you're not talking about somebody's favorite player the way that that person wants to hear you're it, hating. you're hating. So it, I, I think that's just you how can, I look at it. Because you can love like a player and still value the work he does outside the NBA. So I, I, Very I, much cannot so. like, I cannot like LeBron James, but I can do like what he does with his foundation. Not, not saying that I'm that, that I don't do like him, but like but it just seems like a lot of people just don't want to do that. That's they just want to put it all as one. It's thing. okay to glaze the off court activities, y'all. It's okay to glaze off court successes. Shit, to me, more than the on court activities. Right? To me, right? to me, that's more important yeah. than the on court uh, uh, aspect of it to a certain extent. Because uh, what you what you're doing in your community uh, carries on a lot longer than uh, your your NBA career. So 100%. to me, that's, that's that. I wish more athletes. Uh, you know, a lot of people do do stuff, but I think it's more that could be done with the with the with the money these cats are making and and the power they have with that money and that platform. A lot more could be done, and even if they band together even more, and you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, a whole different subject. But start your own shoe company. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, uh, if we we'll say three of these top uh nba players got together and started their own shoe company and and things of that nature what that would do for you know uh the 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 black athlete and the giving them power you know more power than nike and all these things that they have to go through and go through hoops to to be a part of their their thing like the kyrie Irving situation well kyrie if you keep this up we're gonna kick you off our you know you're gonna we're gonna be dropped from your contract so but you know it, that's a whole another issue but you know i'm just saying it, all that stuff. I think that's why a lot of people hate on it. A lot of people don't like the things LeBron is doing because they're very, very impactful in, in 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 the community. And if more athletes did that and followed that business, it could. I think it could help a lot of issues that go on in our community. So people, that's people just, just my take on, on it. Yeah, people hate on you if you disagree with them or are are on their political aisle. Like there was a there was a Trump guy in UFC. What was his name? I mean, he he, he uh, popped Kobe up. Covington. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe Covington, Covington. Right. He, he put on the mega hat, went into the ring, and he was going to be loved by that side. No, just like the other way, he was going to be hated by the right because he did that. So people are just going to like you or not like you based on your political affiliation, which I think is weird in itself, too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think yeah. it's just obviously uh, I think you obviously you want your athletes to be present, phys uh, like phys physically present in the community. You want them to not just when big things happen. You want them there for the little things for that that traffic stop that went sideways. Like, yo, we got to work on this or this like that. So 
next up, we hopefully they're not all coming out again in, in case we ever get another George uh, Floyd situation or anything like that. You just want them, you just want them always kind of there. And it feels like, at least for, uh, from the people I've talked to, sometimes you guys only really care when the big things come out. When I need y'all to be there, when the, when the small things are happening too. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that I think you know I think uh, somebody in the chat was saying you know NBA players only comment on, on certain issues. Yes, I think they'll comment on issues that they relate to more. So seeing mm-hmm. something like um like like you said the um, oh, what's what's the name again? It got choked that you just said his name. Uh, George, George Floyd. Yeah, the George Floyd situation, and then hearing stories about you know Emmett Till, the Rodney King situation, all those things. They're, it's going to be more relatable. A lot of these players in the NBA, they, they've had stories whether they've you know. Uh, been in communities where they've been judged or has certain situations with cost that may have not ended up being the best, whatever the case would be. So I just think naturally they're going to speak out of more while, you know, players, player, you know, based out of Ukraine would probably speak athletes based out of Ukraine spoke more about the Ukraine Russia situation, right? Because they related to, I don't know, I know, I know some, really some athletes went back to serve. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, doctor, exactly. Uh, Lomachenko, he, he did that. He went yeah, back, that's, he went that's back a to serve a little bit. That's a beautiful and he, thing. And he got so. back in the fight game. Yeah, so. so I think athletes, it, it it is good, I think, that, you know, maybe they can, that, that they will comment on things that they more can relate to because they're probably more informed. But I, I will respect Jordan in the sense that he did come out and say in that documentary that he did, you know, he commended Muhammad Ali for doing what he did, but he did say he didn't see himself as an activist. He was solely focused on basketball, being the greatest there is. And I, I can respect that. That's his thing. It's like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? I, that's fine. You know what I mean? He made it be known, and, and, and that's okay. Do I do I think that's best for society? You no, know, probably not. But if he's honest about it, you know, and says he you don't want to be an activist. You're going to leave that to other people. You know, okay. that's cool too, I guess. Is there any other athletes, like maybe not only NBA, but NFL or soccer that are like similar or doing like the same job? Like not, not the same job, of course. Like, yeah. You know. I think the, the, in women's soccer, you know, Megan Rapone, she, she was someone, the, 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 a lot of the women's uh, soccer team, they kind of kneeled for the anthem. They got bashed for it, um, kneeling for the anthem thing. Even the, the WNBA players, I mean, with the, like with with the, with the, yeah, with, with that situation, they they got a lot of hate. They're like, they're like, why are you trading her for a for for a weapons for a weapons seller that's selling weapons to all these you know kind of um, different terrorist groups, whatever the case may be, different countries. So I mean, I think that was a fair argument if you think you know her her spending you know a few several years in jail is it worth putting a guy that's going to be you know that's going to have blood on his hands of killing thousands and thousands of innocent mm-hmm. people because of his weapon sales? I think that's a very fair argument. But I think a lot of women have taken these stands, but it, 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 they take a lot of hate for it. They did a lot of a lot of people, you know. Yeah, of women, course, women. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, obviously, um, and and the whole movement. Uh, he he helped uh, uh, spearhead in the NFL. Um, it's 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 man, it's been it's been several, and a lot of guys do like we don't hear about them because they're not, you know, stars or are are the best players in their respective leagues. So you don't hear a lot about it, but um, it's a lot of guys doing you know big things in their community. Like uh, everybody thought LeBron was the first one to start a school That's in his cool. community. It was you know Jalen Rose had done that, yeah. and several other players had done things like that. But it's just not on, you know, the level of LeBron, who like you said, everything he does is 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 uh, so publicized. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. So it's a lot of different players in different leagues doing things in their community and, and you know, but just it's usually the, the biggest stars that get the notoriety and the, and the attention for it. But, for example, Kyrie, um, he also does – he has, like, he's part of a very big uh, movement in Africa where they're building houses and, and schools and stuff like exactly. that. And, that's not, and it's never, like, said, like, nobody – I've never heard about – about it like on social media and stuff. I just know it because I follow someone that is related to that movement. 
But like, if not, like people are not like too big on that. It's like they people want to highlight um the game and the bad things, but mm-hmm. not as much as as the good things that play. Well, remember with Kyrie specifically, the media does not still still probably pretty mad at him over especially over last year. So he's not he's not gonna get unless something like to use the same verb again unless something loud happens with Kyrie positively he's not gonna get that love like he's he's bitten off at least he's he's attracted like the the media side where they just gonna constantly attack him like he could he could walk across the street and they'll say something bad about him right now so I think oh, he yeah. also doesn't want that attention like he's I think mm-hmm. like LeBron for you know for all the good that it does I do think like LeBron likes the attention. Like he mm. likes being, you know what I mean. He likes his one hundred percent. Yeah, he likes. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, no, some people love being. Yeah, being the, exactly. It's a personality, being the center of attention, whatever the case. But I think that's totally fine. That's cool. But he's Kyrie, into brand building. Like, yeah, let's exactly. be honest, he's into yeah. brand building, and and and, 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 yeah. and yeah, he wants the cameras there to see him doing these yeah. things because it's going to build his brand, obviously. So, uh, yeah, there's no question that LeBron, you know, seeks that uh, uh, spotlight. And you know, uh, uh, wants that attention to 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 make his brand more, uh, you know, worldwide. Agree. Yeah, I I do like Kyrie Loki a lot. Like his his personality. Like I work more with that than LeBron James. Like with that, like that's personal stuff. Like I'm more like. I like Kyrie too. I just think he does a lot of dumb things sometimes, and it's because sometimes he's not. Well, no, I'm not going to say this. I think Kyrie's very smart. I think Kyrie understands things, too. But I do think sometimes he bites off more than what is worth a situation. Like, understanding your platform as an athlete is very, very important. And I think sometimes he tries to do the right thing, but the execution of that is kind of piss poor. But he's still young. So, Agree. You know, I Agreed. think that I think it's also because he's like so into energies and like he's so mystic, like you know, he's so into himself. Like he's like <laughs> it's like always discovering something inside himself. Like it's something like that when he tries to show that it turns out being so weird sometimes too. Like I agree totally with you because like he just doesn't know how to Yeah, he don't know quite how to pull it off. I think he gets too much into his deep thinking bag and wants to, you know what I'm saying? And it, it, and it's hard for him to let those thoughts, you know, onto paper, you know, uh, per se, you know what I'm saying? And try to, yeah. you know, stick to one type of thing. Uh, Kyrie is kind of all over the place and he does a lot of good things. Don't get me wrong. But then it's like, what, what is that about? Like, where are you coming from with that, bro? Like, you Why know, you he, gets, he gets a little out there he get, and he gets over his keys a little bit. And then, you know, he loses credibility on things because he says another thing that you're like, what the hell is that? So then it makes all the other things he say kind of like, you know, wait, where is he coming from with this? So that's my only thing with Kyrie. And I, I respect him. And I, and I think he is a deep thinker and a, a smart dude. But it, 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 like you said, the execution comes off a little sloppy. Dub's on you, Tyson. Dub is on you right now in the chat. What Dub say? Like, Take off the shades, man. Who you think you're old hat? Yeah, Why are you touching right. your chin? Right. You know? I'm chilling today, man. I'm yeah. actually tired as hell, but you know, I wanted to pull up and, and support, man. Here or man. I'm going to sleep right after this is over, bro. Hmm. Some, something hey, that I'm curious about. Okay. I work night, so I, you know, I was pretty much up all day and then went to work all night. So, it, you know, right. it's it's a it's a hard knock life, bro. I feel you on that. It's, it's a bit of like what. 
four in the morning, five in the morning last night? Yeah, yeah. I got home at, at six thirty from work. So and then oh, I took God. a I was I watched the end of the game, took a little like hour nap, and then it's it's, it's right back to the grind with y'all, man. But yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. That's why I'll pull up, man. Bro, there's mm. a couple of other chat me like Braun was a coward, chose money. Hold on, y'all buy Nike shoes. We're all wearing clothes made by sweatshops in a lot of countries. We all have phones that have minerals that have you know five year old kids mining somewhere, you know, getting paid a penny a day. Let's yeah, not act like that, we're all, man. you know, yeah, us to be judging when we're when we're you know indirectly contributing to the problem too with our purchases and our and our daily lifestyle. You know what I mean? So let's not be all hypocritical now. Yeah, if if y'all did, if, if, hey, the first one of y'all that come up here and say they did half the stuff in their com- community that LeBron mm-hmm. did, and then y'all can criticize them all you want, bro, and y'all can throw uh, all the like stones you I'm, want. What I'm curious is that we're like out here crit- criticizing all the time, like the black community and like black people this and that. But how many white um, players do as much as the black NBA players for their communities? I'm curious about um, that. I would like to know. Like if it's equal, if if it's an equal uh, stat, or if there's like a lot of difference. Um, I'm sure there. I, I think there's white communities. Mm-hmm. I mean, white players. You know that do give. I mean, I mean basketball. I just think there's less as a percentage. You know, white athletes in there. So if we look at let's say sport like hockey, I, I know in hockey a lot of times they go back to towns. You know, they'll set up charities or organizations. Um, you know, under under a last name or whatever to give back, whether that's schools, donate to a hospital wing. And I know Sidney Crosby has done it. You know, Connor McDavid. Uh, you know, a bunch of players in hockey have done that in kind of small towns in Canada. Um, so okay. I think different players, yeah, different players just kind of do it different ways. I think basketball players, again, just because individually they're just more marketed more. You know what I mean? Like basketball, just NBA just does that. They market their individual stars more. So what they do is a little more pronounced. But I think there's athletes all around. Like Roger Federer has a foundation, you know, that he does. Um, I'd have to look into, you know, what exactly he does. But I think he's he's built. I'm pretty sure he's he's building either like water wells or schools in certain parts of Africa too through his foundation. So a lot of athletes do it. It's just they're just not as pronounced. LeBron James is a very again what I've said. He's been the talk of sports narrative for the past you know decade and a half, yeah. twenty years, right? He's just he's just been that guy we talk about. Whether the, the dude can like sneeze or cough and it's somehow a story. So mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of athletes that do do it. They're just not given um, the same amount of limelight as a LeBron James. A hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of cat like you said, a lot of people in different leagues do a host of you know uh, different things as far as you know, it, even just like charity camps and you know what I'm saying, yeah. and supporting businesses and just you know, doing a whole lot of things that are important in their community. So, you know, we're not knocking any of that, but you know, like you said, LeBron is just the most polarizing athlete we've seen, you know. So, you know, he got his haters, he got his you know, the people that love him. And you know it's just it's just must see TV uh, uh, a lot of times. So and it's driving these shows, it's driving these narratives. So you know they're going they're going to break down everything he does to a to a to a T. So yeah. So while we got on the line, do we have anything else that we wanted to talk about? Anything oh. recent that happened? Y'all want to touch on? No, uh, I want I want to do this real quick. Uh, Actually, hold up. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I got it. I got it. Uh, the okay. only thing I could think of, uh, it's kind of niche, but I mean, One Piece dropped a live action, but y'all probably don't know what, what that is. Like, wow, that's, that's fire. Fire. Yeah, that's fire. Can you what live it? action? So basically, One Piece is like an anime that's that's been oh. up for like years and years and years. It's I like the 90s or whatever. They dropped a live action. Normally, live action animes are absolutely dog shit terrible. But this was good. It was actually really good. <laughs> so. Is it good? 
According yeah. to GDHDG, gifted, stop it. That shit is hot, hot garbage. <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've seen many live action animators be some of the worst pieces of dog shit. To <laughs> like, like really bad. But yeah, I, I think it's, it's actually really good. You need a big budget. You would need a big budget to really get all the. I I, I don't. I mean, I don't watch too much anime, but I want to say, you know, kind of all the action sequence or whatever the case may be. You would need a big budget to properly showcase it. Like, I know, like the Dragon Ball Z live movie was terrible. Like, that you would was, need like that was so bad. Yeah, I, I think to do a proper Dragon Ball Z movie, you would need like an an, an Avengers type of budget. You know what I mean? Something like crazy, budget. right? Yeah, all the CGI crazy. that's required, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all the yeah, you know what I'm saying? Budget is exactly. one piece, but it's like it's so hard because with anime, like there's so much like uh shit that's happened that's just better animated than done live action, and and one piece specifically is such a, like a goofy type of overall animation so the fact that they were able to like kill it with it like i'm curious what their budget was because it's really like movie quality type of production and i think dragon ball z would probably need something like that as well but they killed it man like like the casting and all that is great Mm-hmm. I think they probably I know I know it's popular like I don't watch but I know it's super popular so they probably had a yeah. decent budget you know because just because they knew they could you know get the viewers so that, that's a good question yeah it's definitely a thing what's yeah, I gonna say uh oh man I, said, I, I wanted said, to say, shout out our new show that we have going on this week like we have a new Lakers uh show yeah, I, I saw that yeah show a couple Lakers that's been too late. yeah it's it's two guys that have been um on PC since the beginning and they like coming back with the show I think nice. that that's going to be fun. Well, it's fluent, but, and who else? Um, it's fluent. I don't think it's fluent. I think, I yeah, thought, then fluent. Fluent is starting his top tens too. Like that's oh, gonna yeah, be funny. Show, yeah. Oh, I thought Fluent was doing a Lakers show as well. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. He's doing yeah, like the top tens. He's going to like be it. breaking down history top tens, like not only sports uh, related. Oh, okay. And then we have the press box that is like the panel, but um, NFL. They're starting mm. also. Mondays, Wednesdays, oh. and Fridays. Yeah. I'll be a big fan of PC going crazy, man. Salute PC, man. That's dope. Yeah. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying, man. There's a lot of work going on behind the scenes. To be so <laughs> a lot of shows happy. popping off. That's solid. That's what yeah. you want. Right? And then Different we have shows. PC Tombs also too going on today. Like they started two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, I, I like the energy of that school. I don't watch too many tunes anymore. You know, we just. We just don't have time. Like we try to say. I mean, we also have wrestling. I, I, I try to tap into wrestling, but I just don't like the sport. Like for me, it's tough. Like, I really don't get it. So it's the list. Is I do watch it, but it's the list that I. Watch. I checked out after Undertaker retired. I Man, I started wrestling. watching wrestling probably like around twelve, thirteen. I think when oh, girls yeah. start getting more important, that's when yeah. wrestling went to the side or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I don't know, but yeah, wrestling. I don't. I don't. I, I can't. I can't. Do it. I, I, I can't do need do to have it. a conversation with Chill Time, but I'm telling Derek Jeter, the most overrated baseball player of all time. I'm telling okay. y'all, Derek Jeter is really the most overrated baseball. At, at this point, the way people talk about Derek Jeter, he might be the most overrated athlete of all time. I don't think people realize how bad he was defensively. Um, I think playing for the New York Yankees, that cachet helped him a lot. Um, like, like I said, I think Nomar Garcia Parr at his, at his peak was better. Uh, Jeter was never a big power guy. He's slugging, you know, OPS was never great. He was, right. he was a good hitter. He was kind of singles, doubles kind of guy. And sure. like, the whole defense, people, people love the whole, you know, running across the field, one leg hop, you know, across the body throw. You only have to do that when your lateral movement is bad. Good, good shortstops get to their spot, get in front of the ball, have their chest in front of the ball, right? Cause you know, you want to block the ball to beat you. And he can just make the throw. But Jeter had to do a lot of that excessive stuff because defensively his range was not there. 
Right. Kind of like the, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Jim Edmonds from the Angels. He was kind of like that guy who won like golden gloves and stuff, but he was like a lot slower than other center fielders. So he would have to make like more diving catches and do all this stuff and look, made him look more flashy. But really, them is routine fly balls, bro. Like, chill out. Yeah. Now we have so much advanced metrics that we can can acknowledge that, like, you know, with all time great, you know, shortstop, center fields and all that. We also have a flash. We also have a flash. I mean, Cowboys still I, America's team. Like, it's been a while since they won. Like, I was wondering. People always say that with the Cowboys. But, man. I don't Dallas know, Cowboys. but they they elite squad. Like, I think they're going to. I really want to see when we have more of these shows. And they said, like, uh, fighting, like, battling, like, going, debating teams versus teams. I think that's going to be so fun. So, so fun. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Well, shout out PC doing it. Uh, we, need, we, we need PC baseball, PC music. Oh, yeah, we're working on all things. of that. Movies, yeah, we're, we, we're trying, we're trying. We have also a fantasy league show coming on, uh, a betting oh, show. That's a fantasy. I, don't think I, people... I love bets. You like fantasy? No, I love bets. Oh, bets. Oh, sports betting, yeah. I mean, She's a gambler, player. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm a gambler. Like, yeah, what do you I'm gamble bad. on, uh, Claire? NBA. Like, I just, NBA, like, I, scores, I, I... Like, like, points and handicaps. That's my thing. Oh, okay. Nice. How did your season go last season? As uh, far as uh, winnings, big loss, uh, big, big, yeah. big wins. Are you operating like the WNBA? Are you at a loss or what? No, just no, no, no. I've never lost. I've never lost it. But, nah, that was uh, a crazy story. I I stopped. I stopped because I was working so much that I couldn't follow the games, and I really need to follow the games. I'll t- I'll tell you this about sports betting, man. I, I used to be like really really big into like daily fantasy sports, you know, betting a lot of money on football, you know, um weekly. The the winning is sports bettors aren't selling their picks, aren't on Twitter, aren't on YouTube. Guys who are making money. Once you make money on these apps, like uh, let's say fan or whatever, they kick you off. So when you can't just be once you make oh they limit you, right? They'll start limiting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's crazy. Limit you. When you start winning, like, consistently winning, for- yeah. They'll, they'll no, limit you. that's what you gotta yeah. do is like never go like emotional or stuff like that, and and like you really have to think about stuff and then take but, the money out because if not, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna lose. It's not an emotion. You have to, a lot of the best sportsmen in the world. They have like MIT level, you know, a uh, huge math. Like they have oh, yeah, injection They breaking like, it down you know, to a science, yeah, man. Like Algorithms. They doing yeah, yeah, everything, it's bro. It's like, it's crazy. Even, it's even on betting apps, like you gotta search, like you gotta look for the best game to bet on. You could hundred percent. Because if you put on a Lakers Warriors, like the odds are gonna be like so fucking crazy that you're not gonna be right. able to. Like you have to guess a lot. You but have, if you, have you to shop odds. Games, like more sports betters, they shop odds. Yeah, they like they shop make, odds, like, right. make yeah. mistakes where you can like take profit off. That's what I was doing. Like because I like numbers. Hey, quick question, uh, uh, boy wonder in the chat. Did y'all watch uh, uh, the Colorado game? Bro, Deion Sanders is him. And then uh, I mean they're. Their quarterback was named Shador. Shador Sanders, Sanders. uh, Travis Hunter, um, uh, Horn Jr. The the other receiver, Jimmy Horn. Oh man, it 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 was man. That was that was fun to watch, bro. That was a great game. Great game. Excellent to watch. And of course, you know, I was rooting for 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 Dion. And that man, that game was awesome, bro. That was a great game. Great showing that dude. uh, Travis Hunter's the truth. Shador looked amazing. It man, it it was it was good to see. Interesting to see if they're gonna be able to uh, uh, keep that keep that up throughout the season. But uh, yeah, that that was dope. You did did you check it out? Gifted? Are you not into that? Um, I'm not into football, but this was such a big moment that Mm -hmm. it was like 
such a big upset win for the team. The interception at the end was crazy too. Like it was a pretty big game. Oh man, that interception was crazy. Traps on it, man. He this dude played like 110 snaps on both sides of the ball. The two way uh player, man. It man, it, it was and he's like a legit receiver. He's not like a you know, like in, in, in previous uh two way players, we've seen like gadget guys like that can only do certain things on offense, like uh, you know, catch a catch a uh, a screen pass or something like that, gadget type plays. This dude is a legit X receiver, bro. It, it, I don't know if y'all know, you know, uh, watch a lot of football, or whatever. But this, this dude is this dude is legit, man. It was, I, it was I'm legit. gonna start watching football. Like I've never watched like just the Super Bowl and stuff like that. But it's pretty like for me, it's good because like there's a lot going on. Because with soccer, like I just see the guys running uphill, downhill. There's nothing going on. But with football and NBA, it's like rebounds and stuff like that. Like that's what keeps you like you know. Yeah, football to me, football is yeah, it's very, very, very layered, man. You're talking about the the oh, trench yeah. wars with the offensive line, the defensive line. You're talking about linebacker play, uh, you know, uh, uh, special teams play, quarterback, running backs. You know what I'm saying? There's so much going on out there on the field, and you can just That'll focus. You know, nice. depending on what you like, you can focus on certain things that can, you know, sway the game. So yeah, football, football is very intricate. It's a good game. It's a tough game to learn, I think, because like you said, it's a lot going on. So you have to really get, you know, if you're not familiar with football, it takes a while to really you know get an understanding of what's going on yeah i get it and Deion mm -hmm. sanders is a guy that like if i was a college athlete right now like i would want to play for him you know what i mean like he's just that guy like i want to play for Deion oh sanders. man if you get I a chance my body Jalen, check out uh if you can't check out the pregame speech before that game bro and i you know it made me want to uh hop up and put on some pads or something right? bro i'll grade it put me in the game coach like i'm here bro <laughs> like yeah. it, it was it was it, you know it, it, it was all inspiring stuff man that dude is a motiv master motivator and yeah he's he, he he is him so shout out Deion Sanders, dude big shout out shout out prime yeah, okay guys what about your have anything you want to highlight what is, what do you have going on get it like on your on your side with your with all your content i want to hear that you hear gifted gifted page and gifted 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 it's hit my a right now looking a little lost you put us on mute is he ignoring me or is he like busy with something else? Oh man, get that. Yeah, he ain't even. Yeah, listening. yeah. He got us on mute, man. He what he doing yeah. something over there. Yep, yep. You back? Give that? No, shoot, he ain't gonna plug. You know, yeah, I think his audio went out. He don't even yeah, know it. Audio, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, one of those. <laughs> Jalen, what you got going on, bro? Man, you know, okay. Check out more music. Jalen Carter, you know, Jalen Carter music on Instagram. Jalen Carter on Spotify. Still got the three songs out. Crying in the Rain coming soon. Got a Crying song in the Rain? Got a song called Crying in the Rain coming. How you, fix you know what I mean? We getting ready for that music video dropping. That song is dropping. Uh, I got to check out. Do you got do you got music videos? Yeah, I, got one. Yeah, 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 I checked yeah. you out on Spotify. I ain't seen yeah, the videos yeah. yet, though. Yeah, one video Yo. for you in the one. I'm putting in the private chat. For, or maybe I'm putting the main one, too. So you tell. My headphones yeah. died. I'm sorry about that. I didn't hear what y'all said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, okay. we got that. We, we got, we. I was like, is he ignoring me or something? Like, did I say, am I just bad? My bad. What did you ask, Claire? No, what did you have going on? Like, because... Like, I know you you create a lot of content. I was just wondering what you have. Yeah, so uh, right now, um, during the offseason for me, I've basically been doing podcasts on each, all 30 teams. So basically what my goal is is um, 
before the season starts to have a detailed analysis with people that follow the team for all 30 teams. That means the jazz business, whoever, to get myself comfortable with like, you know, consistently uploading twice a week each time. So like I've talked with bigger creators about their team, how they feel their 2023 expectations and the long-term future of these teams. And it's really to just get comfortable with consistently uploading. And then once the uh, NBA season comes back, I'll then have even more time to like sit down and talk about these teams. I've also been trying to like improve my knowledge of each team. So I've spent a bunch of time on league pass rewatching games during pivotal moments of the season for each team to really detail and outline what this team is, what they need to do to get better and what their expectations are. So that's what I've been doing. And like every week it's just post post. What's your favorite team? Uh, my favorite team is the Warriors. I'm a Warriors fan. Boo. Warriors fan. No, you should have. Yeah, when did you start being a Warriors fan? When did you start being a Warriors fan? Get I started watching basketball in 2014. Okay, okay. You've been a Warriors fan the whole time. Yeah. Um, I started watching the sport technically, and my brother without started. a fandom, really. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. he, he lived in Texas. His favorite team to watch was OKC. So I first watched them, but. It wasn't like a real like okay, I'm locked in. But then later on, I started to play uh, sports in terms of a track. I joined a track team, and my friends were like, "You got to start actually watching basketball. All you do is play sports all day, but you need to watch it." And I didn't understand that because my dad, he's from Africa. He's not from here. So from him, his perspective was, "Why are you watching sports? That's weak. You should play sports. You should never watch it. You should play it." Mm-hmm. People who watch sports don't play sports. It doesn't matter. So my mindset was always to play it, not watch it. Mm-hmm. But then I sat down. I'm like, oh, damn, these dudes are really good. Maybe that's why you mm-hmm. watch it. So then I started to watch it after that point. Yeah, that's nice, nice. nice. So we had a super chat. You want to read the super chat, Claire? Oh, do we? I'm sorry yeah, for that. Oh, we have. We have. Yeah. Super- hey, Henry, no super chats, huh? I'm sorry. L host, Claire. So top five athletes across all sports all time. We should really save this for next Sunday because we have to wrap up. When this yeah. is a good subject, yeah. we can start with next Sunday and like come back prepared. I will do yeah. mine. I can mm-hmm. do a woman's one. Yeah, I, I got like a top ten in my head. Again, the, you know, we think about a criteria. It's just it's you know, how how are we gonna compare, you know, Tiger Woods to LeBron or Jordan? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy, a, yeah, interesting it's discussion difficult. to do. Okay, we can save that for next one. So, like this, he will come back next Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good top for next one. Top top 10 athletes across all sports, top five, whatever it is. Okay, so I guess we're done. Do we have anything on the line? Anything we got we want to share? I think uh, we had a good one. Y'all don't care what I got going on? You just asked yeah, yeah, and I, I, Like, you don't right, care right, what right. the family guy got going on? You know, this week I got a PTA meeting, you know what I'm saying, at 7, and then... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm taking a wife to dinner. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go on a little dinner date, you know. Um, What else? What else? Uh, That's about it. You know, not too much. That's about it, you know. I have my 15 hours of work a day. and my Yeah, we got got the 9 to 5 grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. facts, facts. We're still going to be at the clubs, you know, Thursday night, Friday night. Sometimes Saturday nights too. Where you live at, Jalen? Like I really need to move to your city. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, we're in, I mean near Toronto. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're gonna be in the city. So I need to come to Toronto, man. I keep hearing great oh, things yeah. about Toronto. 
Um, we got to check it out. That's on there. That was on me and wifey's list of places to go, but we've been going to like the Caribbean lately, uh, the last couple of summers. So, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta hit Toronto one time though. Yeah. hundred percent. Just give me, give me a shot when you hear. You know, yeah, I, don't yeah. know I don't know if y'all really want to go to the clubs and party with a bunch of 20 year olds. Oh, we ain't that old, bro. I get I guess it in, okay, bro. Don't okay, trip, homie. Okay, like, like, don't 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 let the gray beard fool you, man. I, I will die and show up and show out, bro. You. Okay, I got you. That's gonna pull out a dance move out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. That's you, a fact. You okay? Yeah. Like, okay, okay, that's fine. Okay, guys, I guess I'll see you uh, next next Sunday. Well, I see you all over the platform every single day. Just you guys don't see me, but I see you all. So that's dope. Have a good Sunday. Yep. Right, Peace out. All right, salute everybody. Have a good Sunday. Stay safe out there. Yep, yep. Find right. true love. Stay away from hoes. Find true love. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we try, we try to promote.